J-Man himself, Exploited Cinema, episode, what's this, uh, 19? 19. Holy yeah. shit. But yeah, I'm back from vacation. This motherfucker, he was moonlighting on me while I was gone. Fuck. Cuts a solo episode. Fuck. And I think I'm being replaced. These Nuts is going to take my job here soon. He's been on the show more than I have lately. Well, no, we well, no, we uh, said that we missed your, I said at the end that I missed your Canadian flavor. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah, I did. I listened to the whole show. Yeah, you guys were lacking a little bit of grease. and I don't know. I just want to buzzkill these motherfuckers, too. Like, I can't believe they forgot Jeff Burr's name, like the sequel guy. Like, I'm yelling at my computer. It's like, Jeff Burr, motherfuckers. And forget Jill Sholin's name. The shame. The shame, you guys. I hey, I remember she was in Popcorn. I remembered all their movies. I just couldn't remember their names. Yeah, yeah I don't know. You guys still need to go back to college, though. Back to the con college. I know. That's why, like, we needed you there, man, so you could fill in the blanks. Because I'll sit here and, I don't know, maybe you guys will catch it once in a while, but I'll be like, it was that one guy, and you'll be like, so-and-so, and I'll be like, yep. Yeah. And <laughs> fucking, who was who that? Was that, that was the Lush saying nothing good comes out of Canada, eh? Yeah, Lush was talking shit. Part. He was he was joking, though, I, I think. I, just to get on that, though, it's like, my bloody Valentine. Hmm, happy birthday to me like there's all kinds like the slashers alone fuck canada man we're in- influential well even if they weren't canadian films how many great films were just like class fully yeah produced in canada fuck i guess you bet your butt cheeks buddy yeah class of 1984 is uh yeah ever since i heard you guys talk about it on the fear Ox, i checked it out and i've i've probably seen that flick 10 times now i love it it's probably one of the better um High school, like revenge, like uh, you know, kind of like the substitute or wild fucking. Yeah. It's almost apocalyptic, kind of. Yeah, it's futuristic know. to an extent. Yeah, a little bit. 
But I'll tell you, man, I'm sure uh, like some Detroit schools and stuff, because I mean, I was in Toronto. So, I mean, right across the bridge, that shit was really going on. But I mean, there was probably a lot more probably black students in some of those schools. So it wasn't as realistic. I showed my buddy it and he was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, where's all the brothers? Where's all the Mexican kids? Where's the Asian kids? You know, like. That's that's kind of the downside, I guess, shooting in like the burbs in Toronto. But high class, run down, run by white punks kind of school, I guess, because Michael J. Fox was there, all preppy ass and shit. But... Well, there were some brothers that were running some, some brothers, heroin yeah. or whatever the fuck they were selling. Uh, what was it? What, what the fuck were they selling anyway? I can't remember some kind of speed or something. Oak speed heroin, whatever oh. the shit was. Yeah. Yeah, no, that shit's classic. Nah, I just wanted to bust your guys' balls anyway. I'm just fucking around. Like, I don't know. I missed the I missed the show. Like, I was on holidays. Like everyone knows, it was good. I guess maybe I was having some burnout. I don't know. I felt like I kind of phoned in the last episode, so I feel like I need to come back with a vengeance. Uh, get back to my greasy ways so I can get back into the movies and, and just fucking kick it up into the next notch. I guess. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, hey, I wish we could have gotten you on the episode and everything, but you know, way it went and everything. So it was some, it was just like a, a quickie thing, you know, to throw together. Oh, so I got mad ideas anyway. Like I want to do that howling retrospective. So I know you ain't feeling it, but fuck, whatever. My no, I, I'm actually feeling it more than you know. Like I said, the puppet master because I've been. Checking out those, and those are E. But Critters, I'm still on board, and I think oh, yeah. we got some people that said they were interested in hearing the Critters retrospect. I need to, so. gri- I need to get my grip on part four. Well, you like, are, you you rocking, like are you rocking the VHSs of those? Because like I said, I, I'm pretty sure it's at Walmart. Yeah, first one, VHS. Oh, I got the DVDs of part one, two, and three, though. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you say you like, you don't, just don't like the original Howling, though, eh? I don't know why. I, you know, I don't know what it is, and like I said, I, I've seen it quite a few times on TV, and then um, I saw it at a uh, mom special and pop shop. No, I love the special effects. I, like I said, I saw it at a mom and pop shop for sale. They were going out of business, and I picked it up, and I watched it, and I think I liked it more when I was younger, but um, like I said, I liked the stuff on the streets of New York, like in the peat, peat booths and stuff like that. I just, when it gets to the island, it just slows down for me, so. Yeah, it's good. Oh, fuck, it's got D. Wallace, it's got Dick Smith. Like, fuck. <laughs> oh, it's got fucking... <laughs> it's got all, like, Wicked Werewolf stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I think it's. I think it kicks ass myself. Well, like I said... Twist, uh, the, butt fuck talking shit about the original Howling. The, the, the werewolves, the ones that stand on two legs and stuff, I think are cool. And I, I, like I said, I really do think the werewolves look fucking awesome. I, they don't hold a candle to American Werewolf in London, but... Uh, they're still cool nonetheless, and uh, yeah, I mean, if, if if anything I can say good about, you know, uh, Howling 1 is D. Wallace Stone and the special effects, so. What, yeah, what else can I say? If you don't like part one, you can suck my dick, Smith. <laughs> suck my dick, Smith. You had to get that one in here somewhere, huh? <laughs> yeah, I had to fucking fit that one in there, definitely. <laughs> it's gold. It's gold. So, yeah. Fuck it is. Roll gold, buddy. So what are we bringing the? We haven't even said what we're bringing the motherfuckers. We've just been talking shit. I guess we've been away. I've been away for a while, so I had a lot to say. We've been talking. It's another this commentary, fucking, though. Yeah, we've been talking this commentary up for a while. It was supposed to drop last uh, episode, but 
shit, you know, shit got crossed. I know uh, you had a buddy come up, didn't you, um, when we were going to record? And, uh, hey, I understand, man, when friends come up out of town, so. And then you stashed out on me the one night. Well, yeah, my internet really started fucking up for two days, and then, like, pretty much it was the end of the week, and I was like, well, maybe we can get something. I was going on holidays. I wasn't waiting for your fucking ass, so. Well, I thought maybe, maybe somehow. Went to the beach. Down by the beach, man. Is that what you did? You went to the beach uh, for your two weeks? Yeah, Nah, for a few days. I drank fucking six beer the first night I was there, and I was sick most of the time, so. I saw on your Facebook you, like, posted that you were fucking hammered or something. Was that that was back at the wedding when I was drunk as fuck. Oh, Oh, drunk as fuck. Yeah, I was two-fisting. I'm rocking and rolling that night. What were you? What were you drinking on? Some, I had about liquor? had about fifteen beer, and I had uh, a couple shots of whiskey, some shots of the sourpuss stuff. Uh, I, don't no, know, I, I think I've had that before. That sounds familiar. Sourpuss. Yeah, I had about twenty-one drinks. I was, I was pretty licked. Fucking swilling beer on the dance floor, and then just whipping them into the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking sleaze bag. Yeah. Oh, man, I've seen that shit before. I went out there with two beer, and I was just swilling them, dancing with the old lady, threw them both in the corner, grabbed hers out of her hand, pounded it, too. That's That, like, reminds me of going to, like, clubs and shit. That's what oh, you fuck. do with your beer I, bottles there, man. I paid the price. I made sure no one was standing in those corners. I kind of just didn't want to toke anyone, but, yeah. Right, fuck. right. I was fucking puking hard the next day, though. Ooh, I paid the price. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to do, man? I don't know. At least you had a good time. What oh, were you drinking? Yeah. Uh, Moosehead or what? Nah, Coors. Uh, Shaking my ass to the Coors and had some Pilsner. Uh, and I don't know. Kind of what fucking people kept giving me beer. And <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. Fuck, I even took some home. Because they weren't, they weren't opening them when they were giving them to you at the dance. I was just like, this is awesome. Like, these beer aren't even open. I can just stick them in my pocket. Like, when we took... <laughs> When we took the cab home, I think I brought four for the road. Road brews, yeah, that's always good, man. Yeah, because they weren't open, so they weren't going to spill in my pockets, like if you were trying to sneak them in the bar or something. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I did on the 4th. We did some road brews and went and seen the fireworks. Uh, Should have got road head on the uh, That would have been yeah. nice. Yeah, I was with yeah. a bunch of people, so it wouldn't have worked out. The old lady probably wouldn't have liked that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, if a bunch of people are chicks, maybe they'll fucking join in. Yeah, you can only hope. You just whip it out and fucking count your odds, man. You're either going to get slapped out or someone's going to grip it. What are you going to do? <laughs> no. Or you might get, in today's day and age, you might end up in jail pulling that shit, I guess. Eh, good point, good point, yeah. In the, in the 70s, that free love, everyone's on acid. You just whip your dick out and hope for the best, three, really. Three chicks start sucking on it, and you're like, wow. Yeah. Fucking maybe awesome. some dude, you're like, hey, man, like, it ain't that much what? free love. Like, fucking Whoa. back up. No, I said back uh, in the 70s. Like, oh, oh, I see. That's what I said. Like, As oh, if that makes it any better. Much free love, like, fucking. Mm. Like, you need, I don't know, fuck. I'm all over the place here. Fuck that. That reminds me of a prison story my buddy told me. <laughs> hear about dick Should stuff. I get into it? Oh, you already knew what it was going to be. No, he was. It's kind of funny. He was talking to this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, this guy sucked me off." And like, he's he's. I guess this guy's going on and on about how he let this guy suck his dick, but he's not gay. And my boy looks at him, and he looks at everybody else, and he's telling me this story. And he's like, "This guy, he was convinced he wasn't gay." And we're all looking around, like, "You let a dude suck your dick? You're gay, dude." Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I got a story too. I guess at work not long ago, this guy fucking blew another guy and fucking he was saying like they got busted <laughs> and the one guy was queer but the other guys like he he was all conflicted he's like fucking well i'm not gay but i let this guy suck my dick he's trying to say this other guy made him get head from a dude it's like how can you someone make you like it's like cut my wang off if you want to suck <laughs> right? it that's the only way you're getting it in your mouth is if you cut it off first bite it off right yeah but this guy was all conflicted he's like well i'm not gay but this guy sucked my dick. So he was caught red-handed. Yeah, like fucking. I we were all like, "Well, you're queer." That's what we right. told. That was our answer. Yeah, you're gay, dude. Know. Just face it. Yeah. Like you're gay, but uh, yeah, like, my I, my boy. He told me there's like, cause uh, you know, there ain't no in between. Yeah, he said there's a lot of guys that like they they go to they go to prison and shit, and then they'll get back out and think like nobody knows what they did in there, but like. He knows a bunch of cats like around this area that he met. He actually ran into, and I mean, like the the Michigan prison system's fucking huge, man. We've got prisons everywhere. A bunch of closet dicks. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's like, these cats don't realize that when motherfuckers get back out, they're gonna be talking about this shit and like, they, no, yeah, it's closet back. shit. Yeah, yeah word mm. comes back, like, cause it ain't like fucking Vegas. What goes on in jail don't necessarily stay in jail. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Oh, jailhouse oh, dick yeah. sucking stories. All right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, before before you get too excited, and need a bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got questions though. Before we get into this, uh, well, this will be the second film in the Hess rape trilogy, eh? Kind of the meat and the sandwich Is of it, rape. Did he do this um, before House? Um, by the I want to I want to say yeah, but I don't know. I thought this was his last one, but that's not... Um... Well, this was 1978, so... Oh, okay, okay. So this was this was around the end, then. This was his last one he did, then. It could be. Unless, uh, see, I, unless I've been known to up... talk shit, so... I ain't, I ain't about looking things up or trying to look into anything. I just want to pretend I know everything, so... If yeah, I'm I wrong, think it's the last y'all. one in the uh, trilogy, if you want to if you want to yeah. call it that, so... What? Yeah, Hess himself even said, "Fucking the, the, both of those movies kind of originated from uh, Last House." Anyway, oh like yeah, whole, it's the whole character. Yeah, Hitchhike yeah. though, it's probably the most meat to the character he gets to play. Like this, like action drama, fucking sleaze movie. It's I don't know. He gets uh, to use his acting chops quite a bit in this one, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's definitely a completely different character than like say Alex or Krug. Um... He's definitely more of a sociopath, psychopath um, mm-hmm. than any of the other characters. Like, well, and he has to paint the normal face in some scenes in this because in those other ones he was just a raving maniac, pretty much. Like here he has to fucking, he can't just be a stark raving maniac the whole movie. He's got to be serious at times and at other times as sleazy as you want to be. Well, you know, this is the way I look at it. House, he's um, he's already he's like a he's like broken out of prison. He's on the run. He's got nothing to lose. Right. Everybody already knows that he's like a complete sleazebag. So at this point, like, um, sky's the limit on like all the sleazery you can do. And like he's yeah, he's just trying to do whatever the fuck he can do. And he he wasn't obligated to be nice to anyone in that movie. Right. Whereas like Alex, um, Alex is serial is a serial rapist. He's not really. I don't even really look at him as a, as a killer. He'll kill if he has to, but he's like I said, more of a serial rapist. Um, he kills, goes 
hand in hand though like these serial rapists are a lot of times serial killers because they you rape once you're done raping you don't want them to just go to the cops mm-hmm. you know, the only way to get rid of the evidence it's you know facts are facts like it's pretty much how it is yeah most times sex they'll murders, kill really. the victim yeah they'll kill yeah, the victim sex murders it's not like they intended to do it but i don't know they're not they panic no choice i guess Right, and then, then, like, his character in Hitchhike is, he's just, like, the full spectrum of, like, everything that's, like, bad, and, like, he's, mm-hmm. um, he's really, uh, I guess you could compare him to, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a guitar player who's, like, really showing his, showing all the skills off and all the chords he knows, you mm-hmm. know, all the things he's learned from all the other well, has to rape be and revenge flicks, you know? He has to be charming at points, too, like, in order to get the ride and to hook up with Frankie Nero and his woman and stuff, like. He has to charm them in order to win their trust and then fuck them over. So, right, exactly. But I, oh yeah. Well, we're getting into a little too much. We'll, yeah, of fuck course this. We'll let's, dig into more, but let's yeah. bust these questions out. We got a few here. All right. Well, uh, you want me to start uh, on the Facebook page then? Yeah, set it off here. All right. Uh, Zombie fan reviews writes in and says, uh, "Another great show, guys. Uh, your review of Deadbeat at Dawn, uh, which he's talking. He's basically talking about the episode seventeen, the Mark Pittman." Uh, episode. A classic episode. That one's like triple platinum gold already. Exactly. It's fucking hits uh-huh. through the roof. Hits hits harder than Rocky. That show. But yeah, he said he re- he enjoyed our review of Deadbeat at Dawn, and uh, it made him uh, want to get it from Netflix. He said he'll post his thoughts um, after he watches it. Says keep up the good work, uh, and he also asked, "Do you guys like uh, Italian westerns?" Which I'm guessing he's asking if we like spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I guess I do. I like, uh, well, Sergio Sergio Leone, of course. I like all those. I like Once upon uh, a time in the West. Yeah, yeah all them ones. Fucking the Clint ones. Uh, I like like some of the Terrence Hill shit, like the Trinity series. I don't know. Uh, I want to see some more of the Frankie Nero westerns, but I don't really have a lot. Well, but I, I, just... I am a fan. I I I guess I dig the more mainstream ones. I haven't really delved into the fucking waters of spaghetti westerns because i know those waters run pretty deep they're fucking there's a lot of them out there yes there is man and like I, i've checked out the trinity films and they're more of um kind they're of comedy riffs. yeah they're riffs slapstick on yeah but they're in the they're in the they're similar good though they're vein. funny and oh yeah definitely but um as of recently yeah the franco nero stuff like um Django, i just um got a copy of Django, not just the first one and um Hope to dig into that uh, very soon, and um, I don't know. There's there's all kinds of other ones out there. I just you know I haven't ran across them, but I'm always on the lookout. Um, stuff that I've seen, um, I can't remember what this one was, but I think it had Jim Brown in it, and um, he was like a miner or something. And I don't know, just Jim Brown chucking fucking sticks of dynamite and shit at the end. It's a great fucking fight scene. It almost it's black exploitation meets western, you know, like Bloss or um, you know, Legend of Nigger Charlie or any of those uh, Fred Williamson joints. So, hmm. can't remember Gonna... what it was called. I got it on a two pack, but it had Jim Brown fucking chucking dynamite. It was awesome. I'll have to look it up. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna have to. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I don't know. That's about all I have for spaghetti westerns. I got like a box set I have with. Fucking like a hundred of them on it. I gotta get into that. Bought it at Walmart, so wow. probably, mo- oh. probably mostly of them are shitty. But. I know which ones you're talking about. Uh, 
Yeah, I seen a. You seen that box set too? It was like ten yeah, bucks. That, so. that one's not so good. Um, I seen a spaghetti <laughs> western <laughs> on um at Kmart. Uh, I don't know if you got. You guys probably don't have Kmart's up there, do you? No, not no more. Oh, you guys did. Yeah, that's an. Uh, that's actually originally from uh, Michigan, that uh, yeah. department store. But they, they K- uh, Kmart's they, gone the way of the dinosaur in Canada. Yeah, they've kind of they they went bankrupt. At, I think during the early two thousands, and it, and they almost went out of business here too as well. But uh, yeah, they had a uh, spaghetti western pack, like it was a five pack, and um, I think it had a lot of Sergio Leone stuff in it. And I wanted to get it, and I was like. No, I'm going to wait, and then when I came back, it was gone. So it might even have been a 10-pack, but it had, like, a lot of good stuff in it. That's what happens. You either got to shit or get off the pot when you see some. You got to get it. Yeah, they had a bunch of Soul Cinema double packs, and there was a Fred (gasps) Williamson flick. How the fuck? And that one was gone when I went back for that one, too. So, yeah, that's how it goes, man, sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't grab it, you usually disappears. But, the uh, next geek comes along and he's like, oh, mom, can you buy this for me? <laughs> the geek gets it instead of the yeah. fucking true fans. So. Exactly. <laughs> Goddamn geeks. Man, yeah, I guess we got another question here on Facebook. It's well, from boy, I want, Zach Wells. I wanted to add oh. uh, zombie okay, fan. Yeah, zombie fan all, um, did uh, post, um, I guess, uh, an update on uh, the Deadbeat at Dawn uh, situation. I guess he... He had gotten the copy of it, and uh, he said, uh, how the fuck have I not seen this movie? Thanks for turning me on to this uh, good flick, guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah you do. Well, we, we don't talk shit, man. We we keep it real. Yeah, it's one of the better exploitations. I, I ain't going to tell you to watch something that's shitty. Yeah, exactly. I, I know what our fans like. Like, if they're anything like me listening to the show, which if you're listening to me talk and you're entertained by it, you got to be quite a bit like me, so... <laughs> I got good taste. Right, and if you think J Dog's steering you wrong at any point, just listen to what my opinion is on the review, and yeah, well, you, you, go you got the good taste too. So, <laughs> well, yeah. so, sometimes we'll review stuff, and you'll be like, "This movie's great," and I'll be like, "Yeah, I don't know." I don't nah, know. you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck, you couldn't even remember Jeff Burr's name for Christ's sake. So, I'm sorry, I didn't have a fucking IMDb <laughs> brought up or whatever. You don't need that shit, man. I it's know, like but I, you know. your brain. Kind of horologist are you? A one that has a fucking bad memory. <laughs> you're lacking. You're like that motherfucker on scanners. You're lacking. Dude, and that, that, that totally uh that just totally describes my whole like fucking high school career, man. I was like go and take a test and I'll be like, man, I fucking studied for this the night before. Why can't I remember? Oh yeah, I smoked too many of my brain cells away. So <laughs> So huff and yeah, gas will do fuck, you. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, all the, too many ether rags and shit. You there know, you go. You're supposed, eyes, to use, supposed to use the ether on someone else, like a, a chick or something. You're not supposed to huff it yourself. Oh, man. I had a buddy. He was, fun. he was square like that. He'd put a ski mask on and huff the ether himself. He it's would like, soak a ski mask in ether? <laughs> That's dangerous, dude. No, nah, I'm just kidding. He never did that. Well, just, let me just say, if anybody's out there huffing, huffing ether... um. Don't do it well no no i'm not gonna say don't do it i'm gonna say you're um, gonna promote the fucking huffing well i'm not gonna say anything like that all i'm gonna say is huff with a spotter because i had a buddy that seriously the huff with a spotter because uh i had a buddy that almost died like he he basically passed out with a rag on his face almost suffocated himself and like 
Luckily, he had a spotter there, and he could pull the rag off, see? So. <laughs> <laughs> I J Dog's gonna be the voice of reason here, and he's just gonna say, "Kids and everyone out there, just don't huff." Period. Fuck. But I guess if you're really gonna huff, do what Bat Thirty Two says and huff with a spotter. Just make sure you don't huff more than you. So I, yeah. Fuck. I, right. I, I feel bad. Fucking. You're telling people to huff, and I didn't tell them to huff. I just well, you didn't tell them to gonna, huff. Uh, yeah, I just said if you are going to huff, if you already are into huffing, huff with a spotter. Yeah, you, you didn't actually condone it or nothing, though, no, either. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, mm-hmm. we'll move on from huffing to Zach Wells' question. Okay. I hope they're not associated in any which way, so <laughs> I'm not calling you a huffer, Zach. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but uh, he goes on to say you guys should uh, try to get an interview with Charlie from Critters. He's like, I would be really interested to hear what he has to say. Also, the Bone Crusher interview was the tits, but you guys already knew that. Yeah, I've read that in the papers and shit, actually. Yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. It Even was, though, uh, you know, the weird thing was is the hits didn't really reflect it. Uh, I, I hate to say, like, I'm surprised because... Yeah, it, fuck them. Well, it really only got, like, a it got an average amount of hits like any other episode. To be honest with you, the show that got the most hits ever was the uh, fucking wildcard episode with uh, Fight for Your Life, I think it was. Hmm. Which is fucking weird because that was like Fight Contraband and Munchies. I don't, I'm don't. i wondering which one was the big draw. Was it Munchies? Was it Contraband? Or was it Fight for Your Life? Fuck, that's hard to say. Cause that's like by no means three popular films. No, not at all. <clears throat> That's hard to say. So I don't know if maybe people were just jonesing for like a, a podcast and we served the purpose that that episode or what the deal was. But yeah, mm. eh, I don't know. Maybe maybe people don't want fucking interviews. Maybe they just want wild cards. Like yeah, I, I like those wild card episodes because like oh yeah, but to like talking to Mark or, Pittman was like one of the highlights of my life, man. Like fucking, I don't disagree we, we with got, you. I thought that was the highlight of this entire podcast so far. Awesome. I loved how he answered the phone. Bone crusher. Bone crusher. Yeah. A lot of people probably think that's like that's how he answered it, or you know, initially. But nah, that, it wasn't that was stage. We never told him to do that. No, not at all. That would have been great, though. If we, I mean, ad lib how he did that. That's if we, if we would have staged something and we would have wrote him like a whole shitload of dialogue or something. <laughs> oh yeah, we would have fucking really seen what he had. Mm. Yeah, but I guess back to Zach Wells' question, Charlie. I'd love to talk to Charlie from Critters. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I, uh, I tried to looking him looking him up on Facebook here, and I couldn't find him anywhere. But uh, uh, who knows? You know, we uh, we might have a chance with uh, getting an interview with Scott Grimes, and um, you know, I'd love to interview him because like he mm-hmm. did Nightlife, aka Grave Misdemeanors. Which, Hell yeah, movie's great, man. Yeah, and he also does the voice of um, the kid on American Dad. I can't remember his name. I watch occasionally though, so I'd love to ask him about that show and whatnot are you familiar with american dad or yeah okay okay so yeah scott grimes maybe um guy played charlie um if anybody has his contact info or knows how to get in touch with him we'd love to cut an interview with him but uh i don't know how to get a hold of the guy so hook a brother up if you know Mm. because i because he was in all four (laughs) films so that was his bread and butter that's pretty much what he's done so 
But anyway, we're running long-winded. Fucking jump to the next question. Well, didn't uh, didn't Zach <laughs> Wells uh, write in one on the um, on the email too as well, or am I wrong on that? No, he did. That one's a book, though. We'll get to that. Oh, well. you want to save that at the end? Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll rattle off this Facebook stuff first. Okay, uh, Matt Anderson writes in and says, "Hey guys, quick question this week: of all the DVDs you have, what one has your favorite commentary?" He goes on to say, "Mine would have to be the Joe Bob Briggs commentary on I Spit on Your Grave." Hmm, that's an interesting question. I've never been asked that before, but I do love commentaries. I like the one on Day of the Dead uh, with, uh, what the fuck's that cat? Roger Avery, I think is the guy's name. He directed Killing Zoe and stuff. Yeah, didn't wasn't he like a writing uh, partner with uh, Tarantino for a while? I yeah, think he uh, wrote yeah. some some of uh, Reservoir Dogs or something. Word up, he did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tarantino, I think, used to work with him at the video store or something. Yeah, I think he's um I might be wrong, but I think isn't he uh didn't he um get drunk and stuff and 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 um get into an Tarantino accident? stole it off him probably. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Roger Roger Avery, I I think I think recently he um he's an alcoholic or he's a recovering alcoholic. Anyway, he got drunk. I think he killed some people, vehicular manslaughter on, on accident, of course, but Shit. and did some prison time, I think. I might be I think that's him if it's uh hmm. If it's Tarantino, the guy I'm thinking Tarantino's ex-writing partner, I think that's what happened. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's that's really fucked up. And he did a little bit of prison time for you know, you know, accidental manslaughter or whatever you call it. So vehicular manslaughter might yes. be vehicular manslaughter. I don't know what what they would call <laughs> it. So. Commentaries. Hmm. Well, let's see. I like the one on Chud. Right. Chud commentary, yeah. last house on the left commentary. I kind of dig that one with Craven. Uh, fuck. Which I one? Like, I, like, I like all the ones on all the Romero films. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what commentary on Last House is it? The original release or this? Because this new release, I think, has a new commentary. Oh, the original release. Oh, okay. okay, I've heard that one before. Sorry. It's good. I think uh, that one's got Fred Fred J. Lincoln's on that one too, isn't he? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I wouldn't want to say in case I'm wrong. Yeah. You shoot away like, yeah, there's lots that I love. Fuck our Savage Streets commentary. If you want something good, there you go. <laughs> A little bit of promotion. Uh, yeah, anything Exploited Cinema does is always good. <laughs> um... My favorite commentary would have to be, um... It's probably a toss-up between the original uh, Clerks uh, commentary... Ooh. I think there's a new new uh, commentary out on their um, special edition, but it's awesome the original film, one. Awesome um, just because just I'm like a filmmaker and stuff, and there's so many little tips. Um, a weird one, you're going to go, why? But like he gives away a bunch of interesting little film tips and stuff, and just it's just an interesting conversation. Is um, Eli Roth's commentary on uh, Cabin Fever. Although he talks shit about Night 90, cause he, he's, he says, oh, there wasn't enough gore. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. Try making a movie well, in 1990 fucking... with the well, MPAA. It it's, not yeah. like they it's not like they didn't want any gore. Like, right. Eli Roth yeah. He probably didn't even know that that movie was cut. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It pissed me off. I was like, dude, it ain't his fault. Like, the MPAA was terrible then. Like, trying to make a movie. You ever get to see some of the shit that they took out of that movie? They fucking make Yeah, I have. I want to see the... I I mean, I'm talking to Eli Roth right now. Keep him up at night, fucking twitching in a little ball like a bitch in his bed. 
Well, he should get the work print. That's what I'm searching for because it's got everything in there, man. I I heard it looks like shit, but oh, I I want to see it anyway because I seen some of the outtakes before and like fucking it's good shit, man. Exploding heads and yeah, and the little featurette that's uh, that's um... Savini. Savini didn't want to fucking make it all bubble gum and fucking balloons, but MPAA, they're just a bunch of cocksuckers. Yeah, exactly. They could uh... suck my dick right to my balls. Fuck those bastards. Yeah, that was a good commentary, though, on Cabin Fever, and I, I also really like the... the uh, commentary for Night 90 is really good, too, actually. To speak I never listened 90. to that before. Fuck, I need to... Get I need on to that. Well, I've watched everything else on the DVD. It's just... I haven't even heard the uh, commentary for Survival of the Dead, and I've listened to just about every Romero commentary. That one's good, too. The one for Land's good. Uh, the one for Bruiser. Oh, yeah, the one for Land is really good. I, I don't have the Bruiser DVD. I like, I like all the Romero commentaries, actually. Yeah, I need to I need to check out the um, Night Riders one again. But the yeah, one that's I was gonna good. the one I was gonna say that I thought is the best is the original um, Martin commentary, the one mm-hmm. they did with um, John Amplis. Yeah, I like any commentary that's got Romero and Savini in it. At the same time. Well, yeah, Savini's there and um, you mix well, in like you said, John Amplis and like Laurie Cardell and shit like that, and it's like whoa. Was Laurie Cardell on the uh, Day of the Dead one and, and John Amplis? Were they there? Because I never listened I, to that one. I can't say. I want to say that Laurie Cardell's on there because they talk about her dad, Chili Billy, and stuff. And yeah, yeah she, she, she's on it. Fuck. I know it. I don't, I'm not in my movie room to even look. I'm just fucking going to say uh, she's there. Right, yeah. Going, yeah, going I got the DVD. Out. I just, I guess I never checked that commentary out for some reason. See, you need, you need to get on that, too. I used to listen to commentaries all the time, but that's when, like, I, I would... I listen to go to sleep. Good, well, good shit. Back in the day when I spent, like, when I'd spend, like, $15, $20 for a DVD, I'd, like, you know, I'd only buy, like, a couple, and I'd fucking, I'd eat up everything that was on there. Now, DVDs are so cheap, I buy them, it's, like, a dime a dozen, and I never get time to even look at the special features. Mm-hmm. True dad. It's terrible, but <laughs> oh well. So, what are you but... gonna do? It's a lack of time. So, what else we got for questions? We well, got... I just wanted to mention about the Joe Bob Riggs. Oh, okay. I spit on your grave. I want to get that DVD. It's been out for a while, and which and one I... is that? Is that the Elite one or whatever? I I'm thinking it's the original release, and I remember Joe Bob. Maybe they... I have I have that. I have that actually. Well, maybe there's have... a new one out because I seen a new one. Maybe it's a Anchor new Bay, one. Anchor Bay just re-released it. And is um what is his name? Mir Zariachi. I think he's Italian, right? The director. Zariachi. Is he? I wonder if he's on. I know there's a featurette with him. I think, but is yeah, he on the commentary? Is there a new commentary with him? I would I love to. I hear didn't it. buy the re-release because I already have a two-disc version. Is it the Joe Bob Riggs one with the with the commentary though? Because I've seen that one. I want to say yes, it is the one, but I, like I said, I don't have access to just grab it like I usually mm-hmm. do. Since we're doing a commentary, I'm out on my couch uh, in the living room. Yeah, yeah, so. in front of the TV. In case the acoustics sound different too, like people be like, "Whoa, J Dog sounds like shit." This episode, be like, "Well." Fuck you! You look like shit. So no, you sound great. In my case, <laughs> no, I think you rocked. Um, haven't you rocked the? You rocked the um Sa- Savage Streets commentary out there. Oh yeah, so. you know, I, Dawn of the Dead was in the room. Yeah. yeah, you had some technical problems with that one. I remember. Yeah, that disc players player froze up and skipped ahead a half hour and fucked that thing. It's cool. We were still on. We, we were we were able to quickly get you back on track. So oh yeah, that one got mad love. Mm-hmm. So what else we got here? We got uh, well, Zach Wells uh, wrote in again, and he said uh, one of his life goals is to participate in a roundtable or fan commentary with Exploited Cinema. And I said, you know, we we could probably make this happen sometime because mm-hmm. 
I know Kyle makes, uh, Kyle Poling. You want to bring him in on uh, an episode? Hell yeah, yeah. Now he, yeah. he hell yeah, posts, Zach. If it uh, makes your dick hard, you can be on the show, buddy. Fuck, rock on. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna try to pull you in on something. I know we've got you know a lot of stuff up our sleeve, you know, for the summer here, but uh, yeah. probably uh, around September, I think we're gonna really start breaking into some more roundtables. Yeah, the more people to round up, the better. We already got the cynical one himself, D, Dirty mm-hmm, D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome on that when you brought him in. He was just hating on everything. It's like, fucking, he's like, fuck this, fuck that. I was just like, damn, D, you cynical. Like, need to save some of that DVD money and fuck, I'll even toss in 20. We'll get you a hooker, man. (laughs) Some of that stress, I'll PayPal you 20 bucks. Come on, yeah, come on down over to Michigan and I'll take you down to Detroit and we'll get you a fucking, we'll get you a black hooker. It's like that fucking fatty with that big. I saw her. She could She'll have like a fucking uh, big old gap between her teeth and shit and be like, what's up? That. What's up? What's up, white boy? What you want? Two rocks. <laughs> anything you want. Two rocks and a fucking snack pack from Popeye's Chicken, man. She'll be on you like a fucking neck bone. But be careful what you do with her because, you know, her pimp will come down and twist you into a fucking pretzel real quick, you know. Ah, down. Give him two rocks, too, and fuck, he'd probably do the same to him. <laughs> Tell him to take man. off and go desperate. smoke one. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, so what else we got? We got the, I guess, the Yahoo. Fuck, since we're going, like, we're doing a whole show just on an intro here. Mm-hmm. We party like that. And I think we only got one question from Zach on the, was it Zach Wells wrote in on the Yahoo? Yeah, okay. Zach Wells, he's all over the place here. But he says, uh, hello, fellow greasers. Loving the new shows. Keep it up. Also, can't wait to hear the critters. The critters retrospect. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Fuck. Awesome idea. No one seems to give that franchise any love. He's like, I love them all, but I really love two and three. That's because he's a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan, probably. <laughs> and he said he remembers some dude blasted me on the internet a long time ago for mentioning I like Critters three, way before they were released on DVD. I don't get what his problem was. Also batshit. I would definitely recommend Ghoulies too. It's fun laughs and good times. See, I told you, man. It's actually some of the most fun you'll ever have with your pants on. I've been trying to track it down torrent-wise because I know... I don't think those movies ever got released on DVD, did they? Or Part 1, I think, did, but... I got Ghoulies 1 and 2 on DVD. Is it uh, through Full Moon? No, it was, uh, I think, MGM. Oh, okay. Well, I know those, those are Charles Band films, aren't they? Yeah, I think like what I got's out of print. I'm gonna just wait till Charles Band puts them out through Echo Bridge on like a. There's four of them. I'm just waiting for all the four pack will come out for five dollars, yeah, and I'll need, just buy that. I just need part four. I want that. But he Ooh, goes yeah. on to say, uh, "Never seen three, he says, but Doggy Style says it's the best. Well, if you like real cheesy like college fraternity movies with ghoulies mixed in, yeah, it, it's the best. All right, I love it anyway." It's fucking good times. He also uh, says, uh, I was also wondering if you guys have either heard of the Munchies movies. Well, yeah, we reviewed one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> few, right, right. A few episodes. Where you been, Zach? Yeah, that was like, the, uh, the, the wild card we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He says, apparently there are sequels to this movie. And he's like, yeah, Munchies Strike Back. They are in Munchie. It's the sequels. I have Munchie, not Munchie Strike Back. Well, goes, I've uh, heard of a cartoon called Munchie or whatever, but it doesn't. I don't think I've seen clips, and it doesn't look like anything 
they had to do with the the movie, the original. So, mm, yeah, I don't think so. But he goes on to say they were favorites of mine growing up. Anyway, I don't have an actual question this time, so I'll ask you a simple question. If you were sitting at home and one one day in the 1980s Linnea Quigley or 1980s Linda Blair show up, and you can only do one of them, which one would you choose? And he says some talk in the post-boob job, Quigley. So post, that'd be like after her tits got done? Right, right. Or before. That'd be uh, after. That'd yeah. be after, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's like, I uh, hope that's greasy enough. Question for you guys. Anyway, keep it up. I'm loving the show. Can't wait to hear the Hitchhiker episode. And dang it, J-Dog, watch that Clockwork Orange now. <laughs> Zach, the fool. Yeah, well, well we're, we're doing the Hitchhiker episode right now, so I hope that's good enough for you. And I'm well, going to watch that Clockwork soon. Well, you wanted to do Clockwork, but I actually pushed for some Hesleys, actually. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, because so, you know, I I don't you know I don't know if doing it in a commentary would be the best way to cover a clockwork. I'd really like to review it in like shit. a Kubrick you know episode if we oh, could. Oh fuck, just torture me. Well, torture. well, well, look, can we could maybe we could rope um Lolita in there because I think that'll be really sleazy. I mean, the guy if you see gotta Lolita, have fucking Full Metal Jacket if we're doing it. You never seen Lolita? It's got a really sleazy scene where no. this guy's is. No. Well, you know what it's about, right? About this guy, he moves in and marries this woman, and then, but has like this little affair going on with his like with her like fifteen year old, yeah. sixteen year old daughter. Well, there's a scene where he's like <laughs> railing the mother, and there's a picture of the daughter like on the stand next to the bed, and he keeps staring at it while he's fucking her mother, and it's just so fucking sleazy. That's awesome. I mean, I, didn't, I wanna. Oh, sorry. I was just—I wanted to jump into this question here. Fucking. Oh yeah, it. for sure. I'm getting off on some fucking Kubrick sleaze. I'm but... starting to get a hard on here. It's lifting my computer off my lap. So. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Fucking. I—I I, I don't know. Fucking. That's—that's that's a hard one. Like, I'd have to say fucking Linnea Quigley, because fucking, you could pretty much just do everything you wanted to her, and fucking don't have to worry about hurting her feelings or nothing. Linda Blair would be a little more uppity. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I'd Linnea Quigley because it'd be pretty wild, man. Linda Blair might be a little more conservative, so J Dog's looking for the fucking the wildness, the fucking the wild card factor, I guess. Fucking the dirtier the better, I suppose, on this one. If I have to go that way, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with uh, Linda Blair's cute little chubby ass. She had that little just chub going. It was just cute with her little chubby cheeks and yeah. Linnea Quigley though, you could probably stick a carrot in her oh. ass though, and she wouldn't even blink an eye. So yeah, the thing about It'd be a wild night, man. It'd be like stuff you'd would never do to anyone else. But it's like fuck it, I'm gonna do it to Linnea. Why not? <laughs> Linnea would be like a lot more fun. Like you could go out to like a concert with her. Like you know, go out to eat. It would be fun. You go back to the motel room. Ain't asking about a date. He ain't talking. Well, about hey, a date. you it's know, like I said, whatever. You can have a. I'm, what I'm saying is Linnea. After you fuck her or before, you could have a good time with her. Like oh, yeah. Linda, Linda Blair. It seems yeah. like. Eh, yeah. What are you gonna talk to her about? Fucking doesn't is she like an animal rights chick yeah. now or? Gotta keep that beef 
baloney in her mouth to shut her up. Yeah, she's going to want to talk about her cats and her dog and her fucking three parakeets. And I don't know. Quickly, about fucking, it. you'll have to try to keep her under control. She'll be pulling out her bag of Yale and her bag of fucking grass. <laughs> and fucking just she's, an, she's all animal rights, too, though. Actually. Oh, yeah. At least she has a good time, like fucking. Right, man. right. She'll, she'll show up and just take her top off and start walking yeah. around topless for no apparent reason. <laughs> I heard she adopted that dog Gary Busey spilt all the coke on. Like, <laughs> she figured there was still an eight ball somewhere in there, so fucking she took it home. I'm sure she probably <laughs> adopted some of Mike Michael Vick's fucking abused pit bulls too or something. <laughs> I think I think those went to the fucking dog food factory then. I think I think they ended up in his mass fucking uh pit bull graveyard in the back. <laughs> Couple gangsters back there too. So yeah, I don't know. That's the way I'd go. I'm going Linnea Quigley. Linda Blair, though, she could sit there and watch if she wants. Yeah. If she wants to get in on it, yeah, well, it's all good. Yeah, Linda Blair just seems like more cushion for the pushing. Uh, Linnea Quigley just seems like really bony and uncomfortable. Speed. Yeah, Linnea is like, you know, what, what do I need Linnea for? You know, like dogs are for... You know, bones are for dogs, and uh, well, J Dog. I mean, yeah, it would work for you because you know J Dog. So get your freak on, man. Like, like well, obviously you like the Skeletors, because I mean, Skeletors, dude, fuck, dude. Look at her in uh, Silent like Night, Deadly Night. Or... After the, oh, yeah, the I do, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do like, I like heavier chicks, more, <laughs> a little bit more cushion. I actually, I like. You're like... You're, you're into weightlifting, eh? Like, I like that chub to to uh, Linnea or uh, uh, Linda. She she just has like, this chub to her. An ass and it fucking wiggles for two hours like Homer Simpson's belly. This fucking gelatinous fucking. Yeah, well, you know, like when you see, yeah, like like we're sleazy, you know, the strip club scenes, you know, with the. With the girl with the ass, the wave just doesn't quit, and she can wrap her fucking ass around the bar and like slide it up and down. You know, that's what I'm talking about. I want very, very whole head in that ass. Right, like, right. Old swassy ass. Fuck. Her ass could come up to your table and like grab up a shot glass and drink it, and fucking pull your beer right off your table and suck it up her ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she could crush your hand <laughs> with her ass. Yeah, bitch, rip you. Uh, buddy of mine was telling me about this one yeah, girl. Yeah, have you ever heard of a muscle booty? <laughs> this girl that my buddy was fucking, he's like, this, this girl straight had a muscle booty. I was like, what the fuck is a muscle booty? Strong ass. Like a, yeah, he's like a muscly. Like a, he's, I guess this chick was like a stripper or whatever and like was able to strengthen up her ass muscle from like riding the pole and shit. It's amazing. If she can like wiggle up the pole with just her ass cheeks or what? No, probably hands. she could probably like, like a meat mom, no hands pull ups with it, right? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Do, lifting twenty pound weights with her ass cheeks, fuck. <laughs> I don't know about these hoes, man. That's that's a, that's a lot of ass for the J dog. I don't know if J dog get lost in a sea of ass. There, I have to tie a board to my waist in case I get lost in them fat bitches. Right, right, Polter, like poltergeist style with a rope and stuff. Yeah, fucking three boys on the side to pull me in in case I have to fucking get out in a hurry. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, that's why I just avoid them fat chicks. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Linnea Quigley, that's what I'm going to fuck if I had a choice, so I ain't saying I ain't. Right, well, my, my, old, my old lady will listen to this show and she's like, listen to all the shit you talk, and it's like, that's just my persona, babe. It's like personality and shit, you know. Radio talk. 
Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Alrighty, so uh, we're, I guess we'll bust into Kenny Walsinger's uh, entry here. The, it's, the winning entry, the poster winning entry. Like, yeah, first place, baby. It, it's good, too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a really good uh, little chunk of uh, love here for this film. So I'll get right into it. <clears throat> He goes to say, uh, so I, so here I sit listening to Drop the Drop Dead, thinking about what is easily one of my favorite slashers from the '80s, The Mutilator. I wish I could say that The Mutilator is a film like any other, but I can't. It's just not. It's like every other slasher that comes out. But that's why I love it. Um, I'm a huge mark for any slasher, no matter how shitty. Usually, the shittier the better, in my opinion. That's where The Mutilator is different. However, it's totally an awesome slasher. One that sounds out in yeah. stands out in the world of the shitty ones. It had the badass tunes such as Fall Break. I mean, come on. When I started watching this movie with some friends, we heard the song start and we couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> um, montages with ridiculous songs are what makes Slashers awesome because it allows you to think that people that are eventually going to be killed are fucking turds who act like ridiculous or who act ridiculous and listen to shitty music, and I'm sure they are. If they were all cool, they'd all live, but that doesn't happen. You don't know shit about any of uh, of these people in the movie except for the kid whose house they're at, so it makes it easy to root for the bad guy the entire time. If you don't already do that, it is that is, but who doesn't? Um, the deaths in the mutilator are top notch. I mean, seriously, the kid, kid getting lifted off his feet with a pitchfork through the throat, totally badass. Fishing gaffs and vaginas, totally raunchy and awesome. Boat motor evisceration, awesome. I think the best, de- best, ugh, the best hmm? death scene in the movie is Ed's father, though, because he cuts a goddamn cop's leg off after he's cut in half, which is absolutely ridiculous. I don't think I ever had as much fun watching a movie as I did the first time I saw The Mutilator. People who own the VHS copies of this movie are in special group. Not many people stumble upon The Mutilator randomly. I mean, I'm sure some have, but for the most part, you have to seek it out. And that's how you know someone is a true fan of the genre. I got the rated version of the movie super cheap on eBay a couple of years ago. And it got ruined in a basement flooding, so I'm heartbroken not wanting to spend any more money on a movie that I already owned once, which leads me to the next section and how I came across the copy of the version of the movie I always wanted. The unrated version of The Mutilator is easily the best thing a girl has ever given me as a Mm -hmm. birthday present. It's probably the best birthday present anyone has ever given me. Later, the girl broke up with me saying, I don't know anything about horror movies or music. It's It's just not going to work out. That sounds made up. It's not. You know what? Girls don't stick with you, but the mutilator does, man. One of the best slasher films of the 80s? Totally. Do I want a poster of one of my favorite horror films of all time? Totally. I do think, however, the next time I'm shopping for a girl, I'll I'll see if she has a copy of the mutilator first, though, and totally win her heart with my poster. So that's Mm -hmm. my submission. If it doesn't win, so be it, but I had to at least send something in for a chance to win something cool. Kenny. Sorry, that's I, awesome. Sorry I stuttered through that fucker, but, you know. There was a fucking massive thing. I mean, I fucking felt it like... It almost tears you up, man. That shit's great. from the heart. Yeah. That was a classy girl, man, to give you that. 
Like at least you at least you got some tail and the mutilator out of the relationship. So well, I hope some you got win, some tail. I hope you yeah. got played. Well, maybe. maybe. Hard to say though. You never know. Fuck, some chicks are tight, but mm. I love that submission. That was just great. Like from the heart. That's what I wanted to see the whole time. I'm just glad I can give a poster fucking to a, someone that's like such a true fan of the movie. Exactly, and you know, like you said, that's what we were looking for. Was like something like this, like. You could have said, I saw the fucking thing, like, last week, but if you could have constructed something in, like, words like Kenny did, you might have potentially had a chance of winning. But, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, we looked at everybody else's submission, and, like, you know, we liked Kenny's, like, right off the bat as soon as we read it, but we stayed open-minded for everybody else's. But, like, at the end of the day, like, nobody nobody was where Kenny was with this. You guys weren't touching it, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, not to down anybody else's submission or anything. Like, I really appreciate everybody participating, but this is exactly what we were talking about. Like, he 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 hit upon you know what five or six key points in the movie, um, you know, and basically just went on how devoted you know how, you know his love for this film is, you know. So that 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 was what we were looking for, and I think the problem with this um, contest was that not a lot of people have seen this film. Like, he's right. If you, you know, if you ran across the mutilator, like, you're, you know, you either had to know what you were looking for or just been lucky. You was one lucky motherfucker if you just found it for a dollar digging around one day and was like, oh, this looks cool. Like, yeah. Now, did you see it back in the 80s when it had come out? Or, I mean, I'm not saying when it first came out. Long maybe time a ago I had after. seen it. But that I guess that's how I found Nightmare in a Damaged Brain was randomly... Just on a dollar VHS I bought one day. See, mine was complete, complete, complete opposite. I'd just been racking the shelf at my video, my mom and pop video store, and finally that one I seen that one, and I kept passing up. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a try. And I'll be honest with you, I thought it was a complete piece of shit. I hated it. I was like, oh, what, the mutilator. Yeah, at first it was weird. Let me, let me, let me give me a okay. You better okay. redeem yourself. Here I will redeem myself out. here. I'll, re- I'll redeem myself. I thought it was just total like it was a t- it was a time period where I was I was constantly looking for like serious stuff. I wasn't looking for cheese ball shit, and I was just like I I was just like Come appreciate on. simplicity. But, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't. Have, well, I had the um I had the theatrical cut too as well. That was that was what they had at the video store, you know. So. Of, of course, course I'm not seeing the gaff hook. When you guys reviewed it on um, on Canadian Ferox and was talking about a gaff hook, see, I was like, where? I don't remember that. Like, You're if I had seen that, that would have... liars or what? No, no, not at all. I was like, man, I was... And you guys said there was an unrated version. I was like, fuck, if I'd seen that, this motherfucker would have been at the top of my, you know, list, but... Um, the thing. No, about- I haven't. I haven't watched the rated version. I have it on VHS. I should pop it in one day just to check it out because I have both the VHSs. It flows pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure it's just the gore and some dialogue here and there's cut out. That's about it. Like even the stuff I guess with um like the scene with mom and dad, like when mom's dead and he gives her a drink, that ain't in the uh, theatrical. I don't remember that. That would have fucking disturbed me when I was a kid, to tell you honestly. See, that's why I wish I would have seen the unrated version because the rated version's missing all the real good sleazy content that would hook you in like, ties it all together yeah but the stuff with um you know uh big ed getting cut in half that was all in there like full and i, I really thought that was really cheesy you know like 
I I don't know. Like I I appreciate it now, but I thought it was really cheesy that like he just kept coming and he was like an <laughs> half and he, he he has enough life left in him to chop into that cop. And I was like, come on. But now I mean I love it. It's great. I'm like this is 80s. This is 80 slasher films. This is this is the formula. This is the formula done right. You know, so I can appreciate it. But the the thing with the mutilator for me is why it's become such a great cult film for me is after I'd rented this from the video store back, I don't know, I'm, I was probably eight or nine. Um, I never saw it again. I couldn't find it. And I like recently, uh, well, probably when I, you know, started getting into listening to podcasts and stuff around 2008, I kept looking around and asking people about mutilator what's up. And they're like, yeah, code red was supposed to release that, but, uh, we don't know what's going on. And then I heard there was an unrated version and I'm like searching for this fucker. And, until you hooked me up with a copy, I I couldn't even find it anywhere. Like it's just most fell people off. couldn't until I started hooking up copies. Yeah, yeah, it just fell off the planet. I tried to find, especially I got, like, tried the to find a cut. It seems. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think a, a torrent of your cut is actually probably floating around um, the internet right now because before I couldn't find a copy, and now there's an, a really nice uncut, uh, unrated cut, I guess, floating around from what I've heard. So it's probably yours. Yeah, mine was fucking primo. Have to I have to admit not to blow my own horn, but but we got some runners up in this contest though, not uh, not to so the other guys don't feel left out. Like we had quite a few submissions, so we can only pick three winners. Like the grand prize winner, of course, was Kenny. But uh, yeah, honorable mentions like uh, I guess runner up prizes go to Zach Wells and Matt Anderson though for their entries. Yeah, because they wrote some heartfelt ones mm-hmm. in. Honorable thing- mention go to Zombie Fan for his video review he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like um, it was just like with the runners up and stuff. It was, it was like it, you guys you guys wrote some heartfelt stuff in, but it was just not as long and lengthy, I guess, as um. Didn't make me Kenny's cry was. Like Kenny's did. Yeah, Kenny's almost kind of yeah brought it. It, it, it kind of brought you back to the first. His story brings you back to the first time you watched the Mutilator and your story with it. So, mm-hmm. so, I, but I'm glad we did the contest. I wished you guys more of you guys would have gotten involved, even if you had only seen it. Like I know Jason, Jason Pace, had, uh, he had um, what he had he hadn't uh, written in or anything because he had just seen it recently and he felt like he didn't really, if he'd won it, he wouldn't have deserved it. And Yeah, he didn't feel like he was a long time enough fan, hadn't let it process and grip him as much as some of these other people had. But, no, we got some more contests coming up soon, though. Like, we got another one coming soon with uh, a little bit of T-shirt action. Mm-hmm. Not, not to give too much away, like, the stipulation to this contest, though, is... Uh, you have to send us in nude pictures of your girlfriend. <laughs> the best pictures win. Like fat chicks send the pictures to Nick and slim, <laughs> oh, slim, Slimmy send them. My Bony way. bitches send them to J Dog. The dog yeah. wants the bones. Hell All right. Yeah. Go. No, I'm just fucking around. Before we, someone actually emails us pictures of their girlfriend. <laughs> well, uh, well, we're not no, sure what it's gonna we, be, but. It, well, hold on. Don't let us stray you from doing that. If you feel no, free. no, fuck. I mean. Well, we should get, like, an exploited cinema, like, the chicks of exploited cinema, like, the sleazy girls of the underground, of the underworld. We'll call them the alley girls. The 42nd Street Freaks, you know, the the streetwalkers. 
street walking. We just need it. Yeah, basically, we're, we're going to just start a section up that says hookers, basically. Hookers. Yeah, tricks and hoes. So get no, your get your girlfriend's cool. pictures in, guys. Send them in. Send them in, fuckers. Exactly. I want to see something, just for shits and giggles. But anyway, fuck, we've rambled on long enough. This intro, fuck, we still got a whole commentary. To well, what did you, what, what what were we gonna do with the uh, runner up? <laughs> were you just gonna hook them up with the mutilator uh, uncut, or if they have it already, maybe a pick of their choice? Or yeah, got... I was thinking I was gonna hook each uh, runner up with three movies. Damn, I thought you were just going to throw them one. Damn, you're really... Uh, I ain't cheap fucking. Nice, buddy. Like, they're not going to be, like, actually... They're going to be rips, but uh, I'll, I'll hook you up with, like, if you want slashers or whatever. Sent. Some hard-to-find stuff. You got yeah. it, so... Yeah. Zach and uh, Matt, if you guys are listening, like, uh, drop me an email and throw three titles out you've been searching for. Maybe I have them, and, I don't know, we'll work something out. I'll hook you up with three flicks, though. Three well, hard let, let me know what they're looking for, because I might have something, and I might have something laying around here I can throw in. So. Yeah, so, I don't know. If, I figure they, their stuff was worthy, like, three movies. Like, I, don't know, it's, I know it's not a huge prize or anything, but hey, we're, not a, we're not a huge podcast or anything. We got no overhead or anything, so, I don't know, we just appreciate the fans' support and just want to throw something out there to you guys, just because they're good entries. Yeah. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for the intro. Uh, one last thing. Get on over to uh, FastCustomShirts.com. Pick up that uh, Exploited Cinema t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking awesome. I can't wait till I get mine here. I'm just... Yeah. I'm going to be placing an order here with Joe here soon. I want to get a bunch of stuff and, and probably one of those. And uh, hopefully maybe I can have him do me another Ferox shirt up again. Like, Because I know you were saying you wanted to get your girlfriend uh, like mm-hmm. one. She so. wants one, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So all you fuckers out there, cover up your man boobs with t-shirt Joe's material. Preferably an exploited cinema or a Canadian Ferox shirt, and but he has all kinds. All you girls out there, feel free to go topless. Just maybe wrap. Oh the, yeah, wrap the shirt around your waist or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go topless. Yeah, he. Well, like I said, he's got all kinds Guys of other uh, great fucking um, exploitation and horror T-shirts. He might sci-fi still have stuff. some yellow hankies left. Get your cruising shirt with your free yellow hanky. I, don't oh, know. I thought that was I just going to be a regular thing. That's a, that was a limited uh, uh, giveaway thing. Well. Once the big pack of hankies is gone, I don't know if he was going to go get more. Like, limited edition, man. Go, right. go get it. I, that's the, I, what I was fucking under the impression. So, unless maybe Joe fucking uh, hustled me into getting it, me and thinking it's limited edition. and <laughs> I just want it to be like De Niro. Or not <laughs> fucking Pacino. What am I going to do? Pacino. De Niro would have been interesting in that role. Now that you say De Niro, I'm thinking De Niro in that role. Hmm. I don't know. Hey. Hey. Fucking Bobby De Niro doesn't take it up the ears. (laughs) Fucking A. Yeah, you never know. Might have been interesting. All right. Fun. (laughs) Yes, it's commentary time, though. Fuck. So. Roll us out. Roll us into a break. Let's roll an intermission here. You guys all know what you're listening to. And if you don't, well, you ain't greasy enough to be listening to Exploited Cinema. Cinema. Hey, yo. It's Bobby fucking De Niro over here. Let me tell you a little something. There's this new podcast out there. It's called Profondo Cinema. 
Yeah, a couple guys, Axel and Jace, got a couple of knuckleheads from around the way. It's hot like it's coming off the back of my fucking truck over here. Don't be a wise guy. Get your ass down there and check them out. ProfondoCinema.com And remember, it's going to be a good summer. Make some crap macaroni and cheese, please. Please make some crap macaroni and cheese. It's nice and cheesy and it's really pretty easy. Please make some crap macaroni and cheese. When you make Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Dinner, the cheese sauce is so rich and creamy, you know they're going to like it. So please, make some Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Thank you. Do you still believe in horror, exploitation, sleaze and cheese, and all that goes with it? If so, come check out Behind the Mask Podcast. And if you don't believe, we'll make you believe. BehindTheMaskPodcast.blogspot.com You're a good lay, like Colin said. A great lay. But my God, he... You don't think you're worth two million dollars, hmm? It's dirty money. Give it back. That's it easy, up. Martini. If I want her, I'll take her. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. Ah! Ah! Keep driving. We don't need company. Hey, what if those bills are marked? You're getting used to it, yeah? Doesn't it disgust you anymore? I never said it disgusted me. I said it frightened me. Shut up! Ah! Ah! We send you back the first police car we meet, okay? No, come on, get in. We're heading for the highway going south. What's up, officer? Just routine. I'm an Italian journalist. My name is Mancini. Are you looking for someone? It's crazy. Let it pass, let it pass. There's no room. We'll end up in the canyon. Okay, Martini, or whatever the hell you said your name was, the honeymoon's over. Well, what can I do against the one with the gun who was driving a white Pontiac? Good for you, Joker, I'm one of them. So now you know. You could have got us all killed. So what? When we've reached the Mexican border, when he doesn't need us anymore, he's gonna kill us anyway. Right, Connitz? Well, don't just stand there, help him! You're mad, Connitz. You're sick. I feel sorry for you. You're all damn fags. You speak for your husband. Oh, no. You're included, too. What do you think you are? God's gift to us? You just use my body. Right, Walter? And you make love with that gun, don't you? I bet every time you shoot, you feel more virile, more manly. <laughs> now I'll show you, reporter. I'm gonna give you a front row seat because I've got some unfinished business to take care of. And it's showtime. Oh, 
Public service announcement by Satan himself. Hey boys and girls, when I'm not out wreaking havoc upon the planet, I'm checking out my favorite horror and exploitation t-shirts. And you know who's got them? FastCustomShirts.com Yeah, they got the shirts I like, like a water power t-shirt, a boss nigger t-shirt. Yeah, and they're cheap too. The cheapest damn shirts I've found on the net. So get on over to FastCustomShirts.com and tell them Satan sent ya. Yes, it has. Oh, yes, it has arrived. The David Hesley's that is Hitchhike. Yes, uh, yeah, we postponed this for what fucking two yeah, weeks. A little while. Whatever. We talked some shit, but whatever. I was on holiday, so fuck y'all. Well, you know, I just look at it as, you know, fuck. It's, it's, like, you know, the co- it's like a good piece of ass, man. We made you wait for it. Yeah, the commentaries are kind of like bonuses, you know, they're kind of like filler things, so, and, uh... They're free. Yeah, exactly, always. So, I guess, uh, with that said, uh, we're gonna... What, do a countdown as, as, uh, we usually do from, what, three, and then you guys hit play on one? I guess we can kind of intro the movie, like, directed by Pascal Campanelli, I think. Campanelli. Pascal Campanelli. In my Italian voice, I guess. Like, everyone knows, starring David Hess, Frankie Nero. Who was the chick? What was her name? Uh, Corrine Cleary? Cleary, yep. Uh, Yeah, I got um, my autograph from David Hess is actually, uh, well, I saw it on the table, and, like, I didn't recognize her right off the bat because it's a black and white photo, and I didn't recognize, you couldn't really pick up on the little white, um you know, little white stripe she has in the front of her hair in the film, but it's actually a photo of, like, I think it's when he's first going to initially rape her, and she's got her, like, blouse open, and he's looking at her tits and stuff, so. Nice. Real real sleazy photo. I, my my girlfriend was going to bring her little eight-year-old sister over here, and I was like, should I take the picture down? Because it's displayed, you know, <laughs> proudly in my living room on my little I need to get a frame for handful. mine. I just got them the other day, so. Yeah, well, you know, when I picked yours out, I was like, well, what would J-Dog like? I was like, well, Ricky, because, you know, I, I know you love, you know, I know you love house, so. Yeah, and I'm half retarded like Ricky was, so I'm a little slow. Ricky's <laughs> lines are all great, too, and I figured, you know, eventually, if you ever do get to the States and you can get to a convention, maybe you can get, uh, get uh, was get, it John uh, Morgan, or yeah. what's it? What is G- it? The... G- Regalo Gigiano Davici or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. 
But it is is like Americanized name is John Morgan. Yeah, John <laughs> Morgan for short, yeah. for easy. Well, right. His name was fucking uh. whack. He had to change it to John Morgan. If you were an Italian, you couldn't pronounce it. Giordano. It, it, it fits him though. It works. Cheap. Like he looks That's like a was, John eh? Morgan. He looks like a John Morgan. It works for him, you know. So. Giovanni Rodero Dedici. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds better when I say it fast. It sounds better when I say it in Italian. <laughs> Definitely. Well, um, yeah, I guess like a little bit more backstory before we jump into it. I guess like uh, Hess uh, like really enjoyed doing this film and like working with this filmmaker and like wished that he could uh, he could have done more. Well, yeah, the guy passed away and I don't know. Early after, wasn't it? Like the early or something? Wonder if it kind of hindered Hess's career. Like this is a guy that could have given him more work. Yeah, that's what I think. Like from the featurette, it seems like he he was going to really enjoyed this film. Him. Like out of the rape trilogy, it was his favorite. I don't. He, it, it was kind of funny because like, I don't know Frank if Nero suggested that uh, they cast Hess in the first place because he had worked with them on uh, some other film in Germany. I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Was but, it a know, war? Was it a war film? Yes, yeah, something, something. Okay, something Navarone or yeah, I'm looking for that. Twenty-one Guns of Navarone or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. But yeah, like they were one. They were looking like, well, we need another actor, and we ain't got much money to spend. So it was Frankie Nero that suggested uh, David Hess in the first place to fucking uh, Pascal Campanelli. So right, that's kind, of, that's kind of a little cool tidbit. Like fucking then Hess and him kind of hit it off, like. Because Hess has got some, he's a talented man. Like the fucking guy used to write songs for Elvis, for Christ's sake. So right, but Hess probably came over and done it for like ten grand. Put him up in a room, get him yeah. laid, throw him some blow, and he's like, "All right, you know." Well, and Hess had always wanted like he, he was working with Frankie Nero. He was like, "Oh man, I want to work in Italy. I want to fucking like." He's he had heard lots like how uh, how fun the sh- the shoots were in Italy and stuff, and he wanted to just check it out like fucking. I don't know, it's like a free vacation, too. Like, he gets to go work in Italy, fucking gets paid. The chicks are digging him. Fucking good times for David well, S. His career pretty much took him over to Europe for the most part. I don't mm-hmm. think that, um... And I don't understand why the American grindhouse exploitation filmmakers weren't trying to grab him up. He must have wanted more than they really wanted to pay. They probably wanted to give him, like, a grand or two and he was like no i want 10 20 grand at least at the very well, minimum you look know? at it this way if he's getting offered 10 grand to make a movie in the u.s or 10 grand to make one somewhere else like right because it's well a vacation and get the free trip and fucking get to see something new life experience i think david hess is all about shit like that too. yeah i think he talks about that like on the featurette on the house on the edge of the park uh dvd like it was it was a vacation it was for him you know he was able to see the sights and well if i had a choice same money different locale i'll take the most exotic locale like instead of doing it in fucking cleveland or something like that right now you can see why all these black exploitation filmmakers and fucking stars and shit wanted to go over to all these little third world countries and do movies just because they could travel and shit wow. you know well, never made enough money on their movies to afford to travel on their own so you got to take were, that vacation when you can man yeah they were looking at it as like an adventure i'm sure fred williamson shit and most of his stuff was made in like manila and uh fuck man like all over probably and he like, bet he was just fucking letting that alabama black snake loose up there fucking banging all the hoes you know it the fucking hammer was laying the real hammer down he was fucking laying it down like standard pipeline 
laying it down. For for <laughs> another episode, we'll talk about Fred Williamson's. They probably Ice called Bay him the days. Hammer for the reason. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, fuck it. We're off topic once again, and shit. Let's let's rock this commentary. Like, unless you have any more background, we got some shit we're gonna add. Like while we're talking about it. So yeah, let's not blow our whole load here. We got some other stuff. I don't know if it's gonna be more informative. I don't think this DVD has a commentary, does it? Or not that I know of. Yeah, no, I don't so, think it does. This I don't is think, it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be any more, like, I don't think we're going to do it hardcore justice, because, I mean, we, I don't know, our our, our commentaries, we just kind of go with the flow, but, uh, hey, everybody that, seems to like it, so. And we're not that learned on this fucking film, so. But we're going to have fun here anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I guess, do you want to jump, jump up the uh, countdown here? and? Okay, we'll take it from five, I guess, eh? And have them hit play on one? You betcha. All right. Y'all ready? Got your remote in your hand? Put the porno down. Got your dick in your hand? Well, let's wait wait till the titties come out, man. Exactly. Relax, man. Relax. (laughs) All right. You ready? Five, four, three, two, one. All right. There we go. Hitchhiking. Franco Nero. We're going hitchhiking. Corinne Cleary. I don't even think that's her name. I added her recently on Facebook because I'd love to get an interview with her. You hit play just a quick second before me then. Oh, well, fuck it. Whatever. You know, I've got the Blu-ray rock in here. Maybe it was just a little quicker. I don't know. You got the Blu-ray? Yeah, I got the Blu-ray out now and I'm out in the living room. I got a new TV. It's not a HD TV, but it's... It's one of those tube TVs that's kind of wide, so okay. It's it's a lot better than what I was rocking before. I'll tell you, like that. a like a true flat or something like that. Yeah, it's a flat tube. I mean, it's yeah. not. It doesn't come out, but like it's you can tell. That's it's what a I tube. used to have until it started on fire, and I had to go buy my fucking uh, new one. Yeah, the neighbors were moving out. They threw it to me. I got a couch off them too. It's kind of got some stains on it. I'm kind of. Hopefully it's uh, not wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. We're gonna get a cover for it, but it's bigger than the sofa we were rocking before. So if it's mustard, it's okay. But oh, music by Nino Maricone. Ooh, you Maricone. What's Maricone like means? It's like a swear or something, too. Is it really? That's an awesome yeah. name to have, then. Maricone. I've heard people called that in movies before. Like Frankie Nero is badass. Or is this David Hess? We don't know. I think it's Franco Nero. Yeah, it is. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking with people in case they ain't seen this. But well, I hope you've seen this before you're listening to a commentary where we're gonna spill the beans. You never know. We do bring it obscure. Well, yeah, you know, you're right. What's the whole deal? Like, is Frankie Nero just checking out her ass with the scope, or is he really thinking of shooting the hoe? Well, you know, there's kind of weird tones in this. Like, there's there's a point where um, coming up where he pretty much rapes her and stuff. Yeah. So it's weird. He's this, this weird predator vibe because Franco Nero, even though he's he seems like the victim, and him and his wife, he's really a predator too. And he, it's hard to def- like uh, differ who's fucking like crazier and sleazier, Frankie Nero or David Hess. Like. Exactly. Yeah, that's what's different about this film that sets it apart from the David other David Hess. You know, rub, rape and rub revenge. his junk. Rubbed his junk real quick there. Now, would you <laughs> consider this a rape officially a rape and revenge film with, nice with that element in there of Franco Nero being kind of a weirdo too? Yeah, it has that element. It's not. It's, 
it's not like the underlining theme of it or anything though like not like uh we'll say like last house and even uh, house on the edge of the park like mm-hmm. Makes yeah, his drive, hell yeah. What's he his, drinking mouthwash? Yeah, he's got his uh he's got his whiskey rock in there, it looks like. Some good stuff. I need to turn my shit up, turn my headphones up, can't hear it. Yeah, I got the surround sound rock in here now. I don't know if it's picking up. You're surrounded by sound. Up. I'm surrounded by sound, yeah. Got the got the uh I think it's the uh five point one. So it's nice. Yeah, I can I can hear it in the background slightly. Okay. He's just pissed. <laughs> I love Frankie Nero. Like Street Law is a good one. Uh, Enter the Ninja. Fuck, you want some Frankie Nero? Fuck, Enter the Ninja right there. Canon. Yeah, I haven't Ameri- seen that American yet. So oh, you got to get. Fuck, I, I got to send you a copy of that. It's good stuff. Yeah, we could do it. We could review it, of course. Well, always we'll do like uh, we'll do the canon ninja like well you want to do ninja three with the fucking whole ascend to dicky episode so well yeah I thought that would really it'd be because I don't know like just thinking about the um, Toby oh. Hooper uh, uh, canon kind of pre picture <laughs> deal we talked about would would fit into it so yeah well we can always do like enter the ninja revenge of the ninja. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for anything. I mean, you I know we could add oh, them yeah. into obscure. Mix them in. There he goes. Yeah, whip yeah. it out. She got some nice jugs too. Yeah. Juggernauts. They're not huge, but they're not too small. Wow. Either. How much do you need, man? You only need so much jugs. Never too much, though. There, there can't be too much. I don't know uh, the meaning of that. I don't know. Like, once the tits get bigger in your head, like, what are you gonna do with them? I don't real know. Big, it's kind of interesting. Tits. Mean fat chicks too, so <laughs> I, I don't play the fat chicks. You've probably seen some big tits, I bet. Oh, I've seen all <laughs> kinds of big tits. Chubby chaser, you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love this line. Fucking what he tells his old lady here. This is classic. I don't know if it's right away, but I just seeing that pig on the spit or whatever reminded me of it. He tells her something like fucking that. That's what you need, that fucking spit up your ass or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he started He started really getting the drinks going and then he started talking shit. Yeah, he's getting all shit-faced. Right here. <laughs> Fucking A, there he goes. <laughs> Best lines in this. That's where you start to wonder, like, fuck. Is Everybody's just... all, like, disturbed, kind of. Yeah, they're just blaming it on the booze. Like, ah, it's just a beer talking. It's like, fuck, no, nah, I think Frankie Nero is just fucking kind of twisted. So this is, you've never been to, a, like, a campsite like this, or... People well, I, I've been to campsites where other people, but I've never, like, gotten, like, I've hung out with some people at the campsite, like, you know, we'll get, like, a few come around, you know, you know maybe pass a joint or something, you know, with a few select people and share some beer or something, but uh, not this whole campfire thing. I've been to, like, camps when I was a kid where we did shit like that, though. Uh, in Canada, eh? That's how we roll. 
You get the whole communal vibe going. You like that? Orgies and the whole nine by the end of the night. I don't know. Nowadays, it's like you're worried about, like, fucking somebody being a snitch or something. So you just kind of try to keep your own little thing on the DL and... Man, yeah, there's always someone going to call 911 and spoil all Right, exactly. Like you get, you know, a couple of your oh, buddies okay. get a little too rowdy and they start fucking jumping spoil. the fire. And people are like, what the fuck? You guys are out of hand and start calling the cops. It's like, hey, I was just trying to jump over the fire. It's all good. You know, I'm jumping at my own risk. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Uh, you guys are fucking loose jumping on fires and shit. Ripping <laughs> out your handguns and firing them off. Yeah, well, that's how we get down. I mean, we—I mean, somebody's got to die at the end of the night. I mean, <laughs> that's just how gangster we are here in America. So, well, keep it over there. You just wish Look. you could get as gangster as we we could. You just wish you could just go off your porch and fire your handgun into the sky for fun. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably lose my job if I did that. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you listen to you, fucker. You're like, I'm so worried about losing my job. If they heard the shit you said on here, you'd be done. Ah, fuck, I never say anything. <laughs> fuck, trying to get me in trouble. Sabotaging me. I'm too busy looking at some ass. Never mind. Frankie Nero is just taking what he wants. That's what I said. He's kind of the. He's kind of like a rapist, too. It's kind of like... He's got these people tripped right out. It's like a competition with Hess and, and Nero. Got he's a little hippie. Dress, yeah. yeah. Joints hidden in his beard and stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. Frankie Nero, he's like, this is gay. This is, he's bored out of his fucking yeah. mind. He's like, I ain't never been, what the fuck am I in the Twilight Zone? I ain't never been nowhere like this either, he's thinking. See, like, this is really why I don't go camping, because I'd be bored out of my fucking mind. I'm like, let's throw a slasher movie in. Oh, wait, there's no TV. I mean, unless uh, you... you went camping at a place like this where they were singing some catchy little jam like this, I'm sure no. you'd have fun. No, I'd be like, no. Uh, I'd be back fucking fucking my old lady or something in the camper or something. I mean, shit, if I had a camper, there'd be power and I could get... You know, you'd, you'd be the... watching Hitchhike, probably. Yeah, I'd be watching Hitchhike, you know, exactly, like... This is the what pep, I'd be doing if man, I was he gay. Likes this song. <laughs> See? Yeah, this song they're singing, the Pepperoni Man. He did. He likes it. Frankie Nero's like, these guys are fucking whacked on acid or something. But he's like, I want a piece of that. He's thinking. Yeah, that that's that might kept me around for a little bit. You know? uh, he's eyeballing and he's like, I like that fucking barely legal titty. He's thinking. But his piece of ass is way better than that little fucking tramp, flat-chested, yeah. bored. But he's sleazy, fucking. He's just like, yeah, he's like, whatever. He's looking at her. He's like, eh, you're old. You're old. <laughs> you're pushing. You're pushing thirty-five. Yeah, you're pushing thirty-five. Starting to sag on the side. No, I didn't see no sagging going. No, she looked good. Yeah, legit. Money. No, I, you know, I'd probably, yeah, I'd been like, go ahead, Franco Nero, chill by the fire while your old lady goes and gets laid by somebody else. <laughs> you see a guy in the background, he's going to get his freak on, too. He was he was probably hoping he could get, like, a, you know, a foursome kind of freak. Probably, maybe, yeah. Maybe just exchange for the night. Well, Frankie Nero's going to stand here and watch. What do you mean, the flat chested? There's some titties there. What are you mm. fucking something demanding? Fucking connoisseur. <laughs> they gotta be a little bit bigger. 
What the fuck are you gonna do with them, fuck? I don't know, bat him, like, put my face in them. Slap them around like you're fucking George Bo- Foreman no. on a heavy bag or motor what? Motor the fuck out of them. That's what you do with them. Yeah, you motor the fuck out of them. <laughs> exactly. You can motorboat any titty, so. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. He just shit. That was funny. He had a he had a broken hand actually when he was shooting this, and up until this point, he had just been going without a cast. But this kind of gave him an excuse to fucking. Was he now? He was working on another up. film during this film that he broke his hand on, didn't he? Yeah. Getty Western or something. Yeah, I can't remember. He fucking he punched the fucking horse though. Was how yeah. He his hand. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, he was working on that's that just tells you how much of a you know great actor this guy was. We're going on two films at the same time, kind of like off and on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who else did that? I think Sid Haig did stuff like that too as well. He would work on multiple films. Sid Haig even did some porno kind of films, didn't he? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I would say that. Um, <laughs> Frankie Nero's just fucking talking mad shit to everyone. He's just fucking whiskeyed up. So wasted. Like, don't pay attention. He's just pissed. He's all fucking <laughs> talking shit, saying he plays basketball. Yeah, fuck. Now he's got his excuse to cast his hand up. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. He punched, tried to punch a horse out to fucking make it behave, and broke his hand. Yeah, you know, like his kind of his attitude. His attitude in this movie, like being easily irritated, seems like that's really him. That's what he's that's got those pretty... fucking. He's got those snapper eyes. Like mm-hmm. fucking, you don't. They look like he's fucking about to snap all the time. Like fucking, there's some weird looking eyes to him. <laughs> yeah, I could see him button heads with Hess because Hess is, like I said, I met the man. I only talked with him for 15 minutes, but he's got a very. Uh, not dominant, but you know he 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 naturally dominates the the situation. If he likes to be the man in the room, if fucking it's it's just likes, his presence, man. Like you step down when you're around him because he's he just he just ha- you feel the presence coming off him. He's he's definitely the, the man. Yeah, he's the man in the room, and uh, you he know, like I said. Fuck, dude, at Wasteland, honestly, like, Deodato was their big filmmaker and shit, but I'm going to tell you, honestly, I thought Hess was the man in the room. I thought he was the real star, you know, to be honest. Oh, fuck, that's what it would have been for me, too. Most infamous for me, yeah. I want a pair of them shades. Oh, you you would have loved uh, meeting Mike Gornick, though. I know that would have been probably the big moment for you, too. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't get me a fucking his autograph dildo. I'm sorry, dude, but, like, I, you know, it was just, uh, I went over to his table, and I was actually going to get his autograph, but he was, like, he had a crowd, man, like, nonstop, and I didn't want to be rude, you know? <laughs> uh, this is fucking but, um, Gorn- Gornick does a lot of different conventions, and uh, I'm sure I'll meet up with him again at another convention, so I'll, I'll make it happen then. Don't worry. It'll okay. happen. Produce. Hey, and I, I'm planning. I'm pr- planning a trip down. Um, it's about a three Smacker. hours to Flint uh, to this other convention here in October. So, if they the, got a good guest list, who's this? Ooh, the man of the hour. The Tower of Power. Huh. The sleazy one himself. Yeah, sure it did, fucker. <laughs> you already know what it is. Don't trust him. Just go. <laughs> Never trust a Hess. Does he have a trusting face? Fucking absolutely not. <laughs> His chick's already wet in the fucking squirrel covers. 
Hess just brings that presence. Fuck. Mm-hmm. This movie, though, he's not like he's not really cock strong, like dominant. Um, he 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 kind of plays it off as like almost like uh what do you mean he starts telling this chick fucking to suck his dick and stuff yeah and but there's Nero points fucking... where like franco nero when he yeah. starts trying to take control Elbows and stuff him. where you know hess starts pussying down for a minute you can see hess is when like he just a little... shakes his bottle from him and just takes his smokes like well i don't want to give give it away right but... right hess just a shit-eating grin in the back seat <laughs> Fuck, he's classy. Oh, Franco Nero, I, I have to say that he, he is really a fucking greasy guy, and he's perfect for this film. Um, Frankie Nero? Oh, yeah, Fuck. man. He know, he's got the grease chops. I mean... A lot of people say he's one-dimensional, too. I don't really see that. I think he's good. I, I He pulls off lots of shit. You know why you think he was one-dimensional? Because probably a lot of these Italian films are all dubbed over, and they're car- and when you do dubbing, that's one-dimensional. That come off, you, you don't even get the performance, you know? Well, I'm not saying I think he's one-dimensional. Well, no, that's... Other people say that, though. No, no, no. I, I, know, I know what you said. I, I'm just saying I think that's where people probably get it from is like um Django the, the cut the cut I've got a Django is all dubbed over so it's not even in his voice and stuff and it, when those situations come about I really it's at times like I really wish Italy would just put out you know like Italian films would be released with optional if you want the dub over or you want to read the subtitles and listen to their voice in their native language you know yeah Hess is already putting the creep on him eh Whistling away like a retard in the back. <laughs> I just yeah, I gotta say I, I enjoy this film. It's been a while since I watched it. Yeah, it's 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 not one that I revisit all the time, but it's definitely one that's good. Here we got Hess's fucking story going on the radio, eh? About the robbery and shit. Yeah, look at his reaction. Eh, well, fuck it. Let him listen. Yeah. It's like I hope these guys ain't fucking picking it up, but mm-hmm. trying to play all stupid. Yeah. Look at him. See that's he's like let's listen to some tunes. See instead. that's see that's where I'm saying like he's he's trying to be this meek and meager kind of fellow early on. Like he doesn't just get right into it like you know uh, house on the edge of the park. Well, yeah, kind of just like jumps said, right into it, you know. He's got to show a little more range in this film. He's got to fucking... He doesn't want to freak these people out right away. Like, fucking... He wants to be able to catch them off guard. <laughs> Frankie Nero's probably fucking, like... He's probably a little worried. He's like, well, this ain't exactly a fucking skinny little guy I can just slap around. Like, fucking... So fucking guy's got a mustache like Tom Selleck. Like, fuck. <laughs> got to fear the, fear, the, fear the stash, man. <laughs> martini. I like how Hess keeps calling them Martini. It's like, fuck, you're a long way from San Diego. You're somewhere in Italy, man. Right, exactly. Like, it's quite obvious. There's like no. Playing I don't know of anywhere California. where there's like ginormous boulders in the ground all over the fucking land, all over. Like, it's all rocky. That's Europe, man. You've been everywhere, I guess, eh? Like, Nick's not, been 
Not everywhere, but I've never seen any, like, I don't even, I've never seen any, like, like countryside like that. Pubic hair, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is this where he says something sleazy? Mm hmm. Yeah, he gets Mm. fucked. <laughs> Whack! I'm gonna line him up here first. Tess is talking uh-huh. bad shit in the back seat. Fucking, you wanna talk shit to my old lady? At least get an elbow, eh? At least Frankie Nero wasn't a bitch and made him feel it. Like, fuck, willing to fight the Hess man. No, there's no countryside that looks like that anywhere in America. Whatsoever. Is this where fucking uh, Nero breaks his nose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. This is the... This is like a... I don't know. It's like a six, seven minute fight scene, I think, kind of. Yeah, because Hess was fucking mad. He was saying, like, fucking... He wanted to, like, kick the shit out of Frank Nero for breaking his nose. Like, fucking... I think maybe right there, fuck, when his nose is already bloody... His Hess looks mad. He said, "Fucking if he would have punched him out, though, it would have stopped the production." Cause well, I wonder more, what the situation was. I wonder. That's Frank Nero out and would have would have hurt him. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if Frank Nero was because I know once you get hit in the nose, you feel like you want to beat the fuck out of this guy. Either well, Nero way. kept saying Hess was beefing the story up. Ah, he's blowing it out of proportion. Right. Like I'm wondering if Nero was like, "Really, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and it was apologetic, or if he was like, "Quit being Hess like seems a pussy." The grudge though, eh? Like Hess is yeah. like, "Fuck, I would have kicked his ass," and fucking right. seemed like he was serious too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he's like, fuck, and I just didn't want to hurt him, and that would have been it for the movie, no paycheck, if I kicked the shit out of the main star, like... Yeah, now I kind of wish I would have asked him about that, more or less, because I remember that story and everything, and that would have been Hess a great question to, to ask him. Hess claims to have actually fucked the bitch in this, and talked well, shit that he punched well, Frank Nero out, like... In the featurette, she even confirms that he fucked her by the... I think it was that scene by the fireside there. And like yeah, was saying, it's like, I didn't know I'm in Italy. I heard stuff like that goes on. Like, I didn't know what to do. Like, should I fuck her? Shouldn't I fuck her? Well, obviously, give her a little bit of a glide. Yeah, it's nice. He's nice, like, like Borat would say. He's nice. Hess just getting his rub on. This chick was, like, willing to do anything, though. Like, she told Hess fucking... Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah. So he figured, wow, fuck, I got the green light. Dude. Do what I want. He's just groping her up hard. That's got to be like a real plus, like, you know, because you're going to have, like, steady pussy, well, like... You, well, you know, you don't have to worry about fucking freaking the chick out. She says, right. do what you want. So it's like, word? Like, even yeah. Hess was kind of freaked out. He's like, well, I, don't know, I don't know. The whole rape thing kind of freaked me out. Like, I had free reign to do... Whatever. Alright, exactly. Dominator. Yeah, it's like, fuck, get your load off. It's like making a porno. <laughs> Las Vegas. Exactly. Las Vegas, mm. 14,842 miles. <laughs> Definitely doesn't look like that. But, I, you know, I give them, I give them th- you know, two thumbs up for trying. Well, like they said it would have cost way too much to do it in the U.S. So. Well, they Whatever. stopped. The landscape ain't the fucking star. I ain't worried no, about No, no. I, you know, that's. David Hess getting some tit on. They could have said it in Europe, and it still would have been um, believable and just fine. So it doesn't matter where they said it. But, um, no, there's a scene they roll up on a gas station. Um, I don't know. It's somewhere up here. And I guess... um, It's to be looking like USA. mm -hmm, Yeah. 
it even freaked out the tourists. They were like, what the fuck? Why is this place all Americanized? Like, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be in Boone fucking back fucking woods fucking wherever the fuck. Up in that, the moors. That, that's awesome. Has to stay. Yeah, he has wants his swig. He says, whoa there. Share the wealth, buddy. They almost become drinking buddies and stuff by the end of this, aren't they? They're riding around, like, passing a jug at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, once they get the bigger bottle. Yeah. Once Hess decides he's going to get Martini to write his fucking biography, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. But we're jumping way ahead. Right. Hess is still fucking establishing dominance here, like fucking... It's like, he, that's, that's fucking good, eh? I'm going to take it, just like everything else. Like, he looks fucking menacing, he looks mean, like... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they're probably really swigging some whiskey here, too. That looks That looks like some real stuff. It's either that or piss. Oh, let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> the best friend, David Hess. I wonder if they're even... That's a good friend even, to have. Are they even moving down the road here? It doesn't even look like they're moving very far. Well, you can, the background you doesn't look like it's even moving. No, <laughs> no just, you can see. You can see the uh, fucking... They're, like, mov- they're moving really slow, like, it looks you can like. See the, you see the... Curtain on the trailer waving and stuff. I don't mean. Ch- oh, okay, I, yeah, they are what moving. Who do you think they got fans? Okay, I can see. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this oh, is awesome. I've seen shit like that, man. Yeah. They're moving. They just got a camera fucking strapped to the fucking hood. That's all. Oh, I think they're. I think they've got a grip. I think it's on a grip truck, and the grip truck's rolling them down the road. Like it's. It's not even. It's up on a platform or something. They're not even really driving. I don't think, or they're being pulled. Maybe. That's what it looks like to me. They probably got cameras wrapped all the way around for each scene, and they probably are able to adjust them and stuff. Quite possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck all. Well, Italians were pretty savvy with their camera work. You know, they were. They were ahead of the game. That's. A lot of the American filmmakers didn't really start catching on until, fuck, late 70s, early 80s. They were the pioneers of cinematography. Well, you watch a lot of them 70s movies and 80s movies, too, and you look at through the credits, and uh, a lot of times the cameramen are, are Italian. Like you or see French. Out yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, foreigners, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them, yeah, they... <laughs> They, they fucking train the Americans and shit. They get a lot of influence from them. Fucking yeah, this is a great scene right here. Oh, I love this scene. Goddamn rat, Frank Nero. Mm-hmm. He's all casted up now because he tries to fucking punch horses. Right. I thought that was great, though. They sold it perfectly, uh, having him fall down there and accidentally break his hand. You know, it was perfect. Well, yeah, because he was trying to cover it up. Like, he fucking had to tell the director, like, fuck, sorry, man. Like, I just broke my hand. Like, like I think they'd even shot some shit in this. He went and finished up this other film, broke his hand or something like that. And well, they probably almost, shot all the initial um, opening stuff. And then right before mm-hmm. they did that camp scene, he broke his hand. So they had to write in. Almost like the Dawn of the Dead fucking Roger with the coat. It's like, well, oh, fuck, we need to write something in to give him an excuse to put a cast on his hand because yeah that was a little bit easier for them though with dawn of the dead this was one of those situations where it's like well fuck they really had to like they had to actually really write something new where they had to write some shit because of the fact he broke his hand right before shooting it 
Well, that kind of tied into the the couple there that he talked shit to and stuff that he tripped on their tent, you know? Like, maybe they didn't even exist originally, and they had to write new characters in. Who knows? The whole karma fucking, huh? You talk shit to them, and fucking their tent took you out. Right? Exactly. Hmm? You tell them, Hess. You call them an asshole. Now, like, Hess had a partner, like, isn't that what it's alluded on throughout the film, that he had a partner, but he died or something? Yeah, the fucking couple, there's a couple dudes in cahoots with Yeah, that. like, they, he got hit in the shootout or something, because they're bank robbers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they robbed the bank, yeah. <coughs> Him and, like, three other dudes or something, I think. There's four of them or something. Right, exactly, but he made off with all the loot, so. Yeah, Maybe. he fucking off with the loot and went the other way they're kind of looking for him yeah me i was i was thinking maybe they uh maybe he double crossed them you know i wouldn't put it past Hess. definitely wouldn't put it past him little backstory would have even sleezed up his character a little bit more he probably shot the fucking third one right exactly so. that would have been a nice little clip to just show like a bullet oh didn't they show somebody with a bullet hole in their head that was a in guy the in the car that could have been the, his partner. It could have been the guy who stole the car from Right, him. the last guy. Doesn't really say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic scene here. Mm-hmm. They kind of set good. it up like a spaghetti western with the music and shit. is very spaghetti western-ish, isn't it? Yeah, well. And, and you know Marty Cohen, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Did a lot of spaghetti westerns. Did a lot of Italian films yeah. altogether. Yeah. All Italian films, pretty much, yeah. Some good effects in this movie, too. Oh, yeah, coming up here real quick. Some great effects. Italians are always good for the special effects, though, too. Oh, yeah, they would never, you know, go less, ever. It would always have to be over the top, like, exactly what it would look like. You know, head exploding? Okay, it's got to be head exploding, you know? Hmm. Cheeky little bastard, fuck. Fucking cop square, though. Heat score. <laughs> Has to read it a couple times. What's that mean? <laughs> I, think, right. I think I know what that means. Fucking Hess is Puts hard. him right through the fucking sign, man. That's great. Hess has a high caliber magnum. Pop right in your fucking helmet. Poof. Fucking blew your coconut up. Uh-huh. That's cool. There's smoke coming out the back of the helmet. Yeah, that was awesome. I was I was like, wow, that, that special effect was ahead of its time there. That was great. That was a good squib, fucking. Eh? And I'll say that that effect right there was on the level, if not better, than Savini's work, man. That was. I, I, I even say that a lot of Italian effects artists go toe-to-toe with Savini's work, you know, if not better than his work, and these guys don't even get the credit that he got, you know? Yeah, well, Savini, American, fuck, he was like a pop icon in America. Speaking of Savini, pick up the new Fangoria magazine, man. Yeah, I hear there's a whole, like, five-page spread or something in there, and, like, it's... good. I I bought it, actually. I I thought it was, like, a Romero, though. I thought there was Romero stuff, like, a lot of different Romero stuff. There's, like, interviews with, like, there's John Amplis. There's all kinds of good shit. It's, yeah, it's, like, a lot of... Nothing, like, Savini, a lot of other cats. I don't know. Well worth it. Yeah, Profondo Cinema 
Well, actually, Rook, you actually did. pretty good, man. Well, I haven't picked up an issue since probably 2005, 2004, and it's it's not. It's just because I just I got into Room Org. This new issue is good anyway. I, I highly recommend it just to be off. Well, talk. my Sam Goody carries it and Room Org, so I just it, is it ten bucks now though? Because that's why I stopped buying Room Org because they were ten bucks, and I'm like, fuck that. Not quite that much. Eight. If it's eight, I'll, I'll I have no problem picking it up. But if it's, it's ten, eight, it's, I probably... it's eight or nine bucks. Okay. Yeah, I might check that out. I don't know. Like I said, I just can't shell out the ten for a damn magazine that I'm only going to read once. You know. I don't know if you if, if you like Savini. I think it's worth it. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's a good crowd. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Check it out. Frankie Nero sees that and he's like, uh, I want a piece of that. <laughs> you can just see the gears turning in his head, fucking mm-hmm. trying to figure out a way to steal it from him. Right, exactly. His, he's like, hey, this is. Situ- that's his meal ticket if he can get it, man. Right, this situation may have just turned around. It might, you know, my wife getting raped a few times might actually pay off. Ride it out, get the cash. Mm hmm. Wait for your opportunity yet. He's got guns in the trailer. Like, fuck, he was. Right, rifles. He, he is on a, he was on, like, kind of a hunting trip, so. Is that what it, what, did they go into that? I mean, I know he, he Well, he shot, shot that deer, deer but. Yeah. And it's funny, it was like a fucking stag is what it was. It wasn't even any kind of animal that's in America. Yeah, exactly. No, I thought it was, uh, I thought he was just in, like, nuts and just rolled everywhere with a gun. I didn't think he was on a hunting trip. I thought it was just random, like he seen the animal and just shot it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. It doesn't explain anything, like you said earlier, you know, but if that's what's great about these old movies is I don't need it spoon-fed to me, but... Oh, no, it, oh, show, it showed him using it. It showed him shoot a fucking uh, stag. What more do you need to know? Like, he could be on a hunting trip. He could be fucking just camping and... Would red blooded American or Canadian doesn't go anywhere without a gun. Here's that song again, fucking Tony's Jam. Yeah, it plays like throughout this film. It's, it's catchy by the end of the fucking thing. You're humming it yourself, like looking for the MP3, like ah, I gotta get this. It's not like fucking uh, what that Riz Orlanti tune though on uh, Do It To Me Once More. Love me more and more. Ow! Little Dude, disco please. tune. Fuck yeah. Hot diggity, that chick. Fuck. <laughs> That's great. See, now they're starting to brosif up. Starting to bond and stuff. Yeah. The chick ain't feeling it. It's like, great, now I got two sleaze balls in the ride. Fuck. Right. Double penetration. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Frankie Nero's already raped her twice. Hest hasn't even really raped her yet. He just felt her up. So, right. best is yet to come. See, you, Ted, you see Ted Bundy just drove by in his little <laughs> fucking Volkswagen, his little white Volkswagen there. Ted's was yellow, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was a it was a yellow, pissed yellow. Oh fuck that! That was Ted Bundy anyway. That was when he was in Cali. <laughs> I'm just trying to add to the <laughs> great. It's awesome. This gas station kind of reminds me... Uh, this whole scene actually reminds me of... Um, 
Hills have eyes, doesn't it? Kind of, yeah. You get that feel, and it kind of looks like, it looks like similar landscape. And I think that's what they were going for, was like a desert look like, um, I don't know. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 gas station almost from the outside. Yeah, they just needed a crazy gas station attendant. And, like, he didn't even need to, like, be anybody throughout the rest of the film. You could have just thrown it in as, like, some crazy oddball character. and It's great. Just some local. Hess talking shop. <laughs> what a drag. Right. Yeah, shut the fuck up back there, eh? He'll take another elbow on the lips. This guy no speak English. Oh, did you see? Uh, did you see Colonel Sanders over yeah, there? Sucking yeah. <laughs> like a little creep in the background. <laughs> that was weird. Just eyeballing in the corner, eh, trying to hide. Found some American memorabilia just to throw in there. Just oddball shit. Bunch of Coca Cola shit. Right. Just to try to Americanize it. Yeah, Kellogg's. Grape nuts. Texaco stickers they slapped over top whatever they had, I bet. Mm-hmm. Painted it on. The car with that rack, though, still like some like some Euro shit. They should have took that rack off. Yeah, Euro trash. Nobody rides They're, around with those. Come on. They're lucky they have David Hess with his American accent, at least. Exactly. This guy's just fucking square. Like, wow, you want this? Oh, wiki. Fuck. Can't figure shit out. Yeah, because he never makes like a sale. It's like the first sale in the month he's gotten out here. <laughs> Probably. He's like, oh, you want gas and liquor? Fuck. You going to buy the whole store? Just keeps pushing shit on her. No speaking English. Why? Right. Keeps grabbing up some Cigarettes, right? Yep. Yeah, Barbro. There you go. Cereal. Oh, you want a couple boxes of these? Yeah. <laughs> Hess, you tell him. Hess is getting deep, eh? Yeah, I mean, it just it adds another dimension to his character. And, um, yeah, like like you said, uh, some people mm-hmm. say Franco Nero is one-dimensional. And uh, I've never really seen anything else really by Franco Nero. I know you said you got a lot of stuff with him. I might have a couple things kicking around, but... I don't see that with this film, so he, he either he stepped his game up or people are just talking shit. I think everyone stepped their game up, fuck. Like Frankie Nero, fucking, he's got all, it's like fucking eight, eight degrees of Frankie Nero in this one, too, like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And that chick, well, fuck. Like, what's through that, uh... Corrine Cleary. Corrine like, Cleary, like, yeah, she's great. I don't even think that's really her name. I think that's kind of a stage name. Yeah, whatever it is, fucking she's great in this. Like, fucking plays it pretty good. There's your hillbilly in the background. <laughs> Weirdo, right? Random. He's fucking going to go call the rest of the hillbillies. It's Hess's homeboys there. They're creeping on him. Oh, yeah, that's right. They are following him, aren't yeah. they? It's been so long since I've seen this. I'm like... I'm I'm like, didn't he have some friends? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. They don't really go into it, but they do, I guess. Uh. This is where they get they lick on, they fucking pass that bottle. Do some Jim Leahy-style whiskey shots. <laughs> She's like, great. Got fucking gonna have two fucking drunk fucks here. I have seen here. that whiskey before. That's some cheap, rough stuff right there. 
Uh, uh, uh. Hess, Hess is just rock in the bottle. Mm. <laughs> After they swill half a fucking two six already. Uh, what, what do you guys call that? A fucking quarter? 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 A fifth? A fifth? That's, a, that's what you call a fifth? Yeah, that's what we call a fifth. And then, like, the next one up would be, like, a half gallon. Or if they don't make a half gallon, then your next step would be a gallon, which would be. Like the size of the milk jug, you know, like a that size. Okay, well, we call that a 26, because it's 26 ounces. Yeah, because you guys are on the metric system up there, right? What what you call a fucking, whatever the fuck, we'd call it a 66. The half gallon or the fifth? Half, the big one, the half gallon, that that would be called a 26 in Canada, 26 ounces. Same size as what you have, you just call it something different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like your, yours has 26 ounces in it as well. You just call it a fucking fifth, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and then you got a half pint, and then you got pint is what's like a half of a fifth. Two pints would be a fifth. Yeah, because like a Mickey, it's, what I, it's like that three, 350 milliliters. And, well, yeah. if you want to look at it, like a pint would be like um, a good-sized beer mug would be a pint. You know, when they... When you hear, like, in those old colonial movies, give me a pint of beer, you know, that's what they're talking about. Oi, mate, can I get a pint of beer? Exactly. Don't be shy with the head. <laughs> Just a there little bit go. of head on the top. Yeah. Just a little. Have eye shit. You're going to have Michael Berryman and the boys are going to come fucking jumping out any second here. Right, exactly. My thoughts, exactly, man. Never stop out there, fuck. They needed some cannibals, huh? Would have made it interesting. I'm sure if Diodato had directed it, there would have been cannibals. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fucking Jess Franco or something. Making them all fucking la-di-da Hollywood fucking... So civilized. Yeah, fancy table. Fucking you got fucking G's and Brie on the table as well. Like, fuck. David has to be a bologna sandwich and fucking sit (laughs) in his jacket. David Hess's baloney in a sense. Baloney. Yeah. That's what you want to eat, fucking ho- David Hess hoagie. No, I'll let I'll let you choke that sandwich. <laughs> you let me eat that cock meat sandwiches. Okay, just awesome. The best backdrop you could figure. I love the locations in this. Oh, yeah. I, I can't say nothing about the locations. They're better than shooting in the States. Like, it was a better plan and everything. That's but... a nice little pond and waterfall. A fucking... They're set up thick. Yeah, I'm sure this is, like, regular scenery all over that countryside. We got some waterfalls here in Michigan up in the UP and stuff, so... It's very similar to um, the kind of somewhat of the countryside around here but not as much she had some balls fucking she'd whip out that gun and fucking shoot the hess man no she wants him to rape her this is one of those movies where feeling the machismo of the hess right it's the uh it's that it's that whole theory that the woman wants to be raped like that's her secret fantasy you remember Mm -hmm. that from um breaking point the newscaster even went into that and the I guess that was like um, for years that was actually put out there by like psychologists and stuff. That I guess it was bullshit though. They came to conclude she kind of wants a real man because like you notice Frankie Nero fucking 
does a little fucking kind of talk some queer stuff in this movie. Like yeah, I noticed that. If you follow some of the dialogue, he's like talking fucking some pretty queer shit. So, so I can, can you, he acts manly, but eh, what kind of skulls does he have in his closet is what I was thinking of his character. Like, right, exactly. When he gets drunk, he starts to talk all fruity and shit. He's got a pretty hot wife to be doing that. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. See, you picked up on that too, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've only watched this film, I think, four or five times. Like, because this is one of those films that, like, I don't want to just wear out because it's really, it's a really great film. And it's uh, one of the, it's the last gem of the rape and revenge with David Hess that I came across. Like, it's the last one I watched and... I don't know, the other, you know, House house on the Edge and Last House, I've wore those out, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to say I wore them out, but I've seen them quite a few more times than this. So. This is more This is more than that, though. It's fucking action, like, as we'll see. It's got more, it's got a few different layers to it, this movie. Right. So, what? Like on, uh, Cass of, is just eyeballing her. Fuck, he's not even paying attention to fucking Frankie Nero. He's just fucking eyeballing his old lady. Right. <laughs> like at least she could change her shirt and fucking cover her titties up a little bit. No, she's gotten sluttier with it. Oh, exactly. So now, where where do you put this? Like out of the trilogy? Like is this is this higher than House on the Edge of the Park? Or because I know that's your favorite, right? Or is it? Or yeah, this would be my second favorite because Last House on the Left kind of bores me in some parts. You didn't see that one first? Mm, no, that was the first one I seen. Last House was. Yeah. Okay, it was my first, and it stuck with me. So, it's it's my favorite. I'm gonna have to say, but uh... yeah, this one's up there. I'd have to say this comes second over a House on the Edge of the Park, actually. And I can just watch these ones get a little, little easier than uh, Last House on the left. What do you feel like Last House is just too? Oh no, it don't grind me out or nothing. Nah, it just has some points in it where it fucking bores me a bit. Slow parts, I guess. Not that these other ones don't have their slow parts as well, but I don't know what it is. I just guess I just like the Italian shit better. Sleazier. Oh yeah. I don't know if you can get sleazier in Last House, but yeah. Well, I I mean I think Wes he he didn't really come up with a concept because it was already done in the Virgin Springs. He he even admitted that he he you know cribbed some concepts from that. I mean took Tarantino did a little bit. What's that? Tarantino did it. You said yeah. Tarantino did. Yeah. Have you ever seen Virgin it Springs? No. Nope. It's it's um. It's I think it's from the forties and it's subtitled, I'm pretty sure, and it's a black what's, and white film. But it's the What's he it's, doing here? Hess is tying him up and she's making Hess pancakes and he's gonna go rail her or what's going on here? I don't know exactly. Uh, you know, it's it's just one of those weird scenes where she has all these opportunities to get away and she doesn't. She's wondering, hmm, what's this, what's this caveman all about? Hess is just kicking it up there like Hasselhoff on the waterfall. Right, exactly. <laughs> Bring me a drink, bitch. <laughs> Fucking poor Frank. 
Yeah, he's kind of the bitch of this film. He kind of is like the odd man out. He, he has, to, like I said, these scenes where he has to watch his right here, his old lady mm-hmm. get bald. Mm-hmm. I think this is where Hess claims he really laid the pipe to her, eh? I think so. <laughs> then banish. Take him off. Back here. Take, Come take on. Take him back. right off. Take him right off now. Sure do got a pretty mouth. He's <laughs> <laughs> loving this, ain't you? <laughs> yeah. It's like your squirrel covers. This is the second rape and revenge commentary we've done, huh? Because Savage Streets was the first. Yeah. Uh, we just it was. We're just are, dirty ass motherfuckers. R and R in it. Creeps, yes. Creepos. Borderline perverts. <laughs> right. What can we say? Miss Forty Five is going to be next. No. <laughs> yeah, that's just that. That it's it's good, but it don't have the rape scenes. It needs the rape scenes, you know. It, it lacks some, I think. Mm-hmm. True. Not it's as like, grimy. It's like um, it's like a rape and revenge film that you could like a well, like a ten year old could cut his teeth on or something. I'd like I to guess. do rape. I'd like to do the rape squad. Like, uh, Act of Vengeance. I, ha- a- I haven't got that one yet. It's got a guy in, a sk- in, like, a Jason mask fucking raping chicks and making them hum jingle bells. Yeah, it's from, like, the late 70s, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. It's good times, and the chicks go get revenge. They, like, fucking spray paint this guy's balls blue and all kinds of great stuff. Some hot bitches in it, too. Oh, that's what I've heard. It's like a Life group of girls that get like revenge on their rapist, right? Yep. Exactly. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Just took a big chug of my drink and took it down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Fucking Hess just got shot, too. Exactly. It was perfect timing for you to choke. <laughs> so here's Hess's partners in crime, then. Hess choked and you choked. Fuck, we both choked it up. Money. Money, 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 money. Get the, yes. Need the Ted DiBiase song going. <laughs> money, 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 money. Virgil carrying it. <laughs> carrying the money, that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Fuck, you probably have to carry the million dollar man now. Fuck, I don't know how, what kind of shape Ted DiBiase's in. I've seen him on some WWE docs. I, I think he uh, works behind the scenes um, for WWE now. Oh, cool. <laughs> Fucking out of the fire, and he, or out of the frying pan and into the fire, eh, for poor Frank Nero. Mm-hmm. He had David Hess to worry about before, and now he's got two fucking Hess-like guys to worry about. Not as sleazy as Hess, of course. No, but the one guy looks like he's fucking pretty unstable. Don't know about him. Looks like Hess's maybe skinny brother. Could be. Cousin, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Hess Looks like he's wearing eyeshadow, though. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, he's fruity as fuck. David Bowie wannabe motherfucker. That's those Fre- Italian actors for you, wearing makeup and shit. Free the stash. The stash is free now. I don't know, Frankie Nero mustache or Charlie Bronson mustache? Um, Charlie Bronson. 
Fuck, he's got a Mexican mustache. It's just more. It's just more hilarious, I guess. Franco Nero looks like he's got a porn mustache. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Porn mustaches are tight. I can grow oh, a yeah. wicked mustache. This big, thick porn stash. You should do it. Grow, I have like. I want to see. Uh, grew, can you grow that I, afro still? That I saw no. that one pic where you had like an afro rocking when you were, no, what were you like. In I used your to 20s at the time or what? Yeah, I wish I can't do it no more. Yeah. They used to be like music playing when I'd walk. It'd be like chicka bow wow, chicka bow wow. <laughs> I was just so porno back then. That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking poor friend. At least these guys haven't raped her yet. I guess that wasn't the part where Hess actually railed her because he didn't get a chance. He got oh, shot down. Oh, it's by the fire. It's by oh. the fireside, is what it is. But Hess is coming back with a vengeance. Is this crazy fucker coming up doing about 25, eh? <laughs> he wants your titties. A nutcase with a little fucking Jew afro rocking and a hard on. <laughs> fucking Marlboro's kicking it on the dash. <laughs> Making me wish I had Marlboro's kicking it on my dash. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be driving on that road. Oh, fuck no, man. I'm a bitch. I don't like driving, period. Especially not on some fucking whack-ass road. Shit is whack, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking makes of all the vehicles you never heard of them, eh? Like, federal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The They're all that, European. Like an imperial or something? <laughs> like, the only thing that looks American is the, uh, the little David camp. David well, the camper looks like it's American. Yeah. David Hess looks American. That's about it. This is a pretty good action sequence here. Mm, oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, you know, this? Uh, these scenes uh, kind of remind me of Duel a little bit. And the countryside does, too, with this big truck, too. Kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> Have you seen Duel? Spielberg, I think, isn't it? No. No? Uh-uh. <laughs> what do you think he wants? He wants the money. They gotta fucking know that's Hess fucking chasing him down in that big truck. Well, obviously. These guys are just getting fucking ragdolled in the back. Eh? That's awesome. Worst seat in the house. Eh? Oh, fuck yeah. There's nothing to hold you down. You're just fucking at the mercy. Exactly. And you, got a, and you got a chick behind the wheel, like, fuck. <laughs> oh, it has stalled out there. <laughs> yeah, see, this movie's got a lot of twists and turns in a day, like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's got a lot to offer. I mean, it's an exploitation. Yeah, it does. It's got a lot going on. We got some wicked chase scenes here. Like, decent stuff, man. A little, little bit of something for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking stooge. So this this film had a lot of different uh, names too. I guess we could go into while we're sitting here watching this craziness. Uh, auto yeah. Auto Stop Rosso Sangu. Uh, it was also known as Death Drive, The Naked Prey, 
And I think it was also <laughs> called... Uh, awesome. Didn't it have another name? Uh, I'm not sure. Sorry, I was watching the shit going down. Yeah, I know it had about four different names, though. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes, every time we do a commentary, I get more into the movie. I'm just sit. I just sit there and fucking zone out on it and watch. I it. know because we pick these movies that like we haven't seen in a so long, so we're like sitting here just like watching it, you know, riding along with the whole plot. These guys supposed to be Guido gangsters or what the hell? Yeah, I guess with the leather coat there with one guy, yeah. The slick hair and the leather coat, yeah. There you go. Now, now I'm looking on here, and I guess apparently you guys got originally got a cut version of this, an 82-minute version in Canada. Oh, mine's 104 minutes, my version. Well, yeah, because we got the Anchor Bay, but I'm saying it looks like oh, yeah. Canada, 82 minutes they had, and UK yeah. got, a, got a longer cut than you guys did. Hmm. Yeah, we got fucked. Yeah. 82 minutes, like, fucking, there'd be what nothing the to this. What <laughs> I like his reaction there. It'd have been awesome if that guy's head would have went through the window. <laughs> Don't fuck with the Hess. <laughs> Oh, one down. Nope, winged him. Ah, fuck, see, them guys are bitches, Hess's partners. No wonder Hess just took the money and fucked off. These guys are no challenge. Fucking couple of jabronis. Frankie Nero's gonna come out and slap the other one out, like, fuck, you guys are bitches. Doesn't Hess like shoot the gun away from him or something? Something like that. It's been a while. <laughs> well, well, surprise, surprise. David Hess. <laughs> the man of the hour. Yeah. Bitch, why didn't he just shoot Hess as he walked up to him? He's still alive. It's no marbles, I guess. Pistol whip him, Hess. Hey! He's just stretched out. So it's like, I can't remember what Hess does with them fucking two dudes. It's been a while. <laughs> I thought he like drove that truck off the cliff or something or something. I can't remember exactly what it was with them guys in it or something. I think so, maybe, yeah. You might it's be been right. A, it's been a while since I've thrown this in. It's been a, probably over a year or so. <laughs> Frankie Nero's fucking got a plan going here. Just grabs him by the belt. Fuck. Right. 
That's right. all he really can do with him now. He's just fucking dead weight. Yeah, it'd be pretty hard to pick him up. And has his two fist pistol in. He just took everyone's gun. He's got like three of them now. Mm-hmm. He needs to get that he's, damn rifle, though. He's ready to go to Detroit. <laughs> exactly. That's all you need to make it in Detroit is three handguns and a microphone. <laughs> Locked Fuck and loaded for fun. Yeah, you don't need two turntables. You need three handguns and a microphone. <laughs> and an ounce of crack. That'll get you a ways. That's like crazy. Yeah, it's like money. You can buy yourself. Yeah, you can seriously like go to the gas station and just throw the gas station attendant like a 20 piece. And he's like, yep, come again. <laughs> come again, sir. He'll just scam 20 bucks off something else to pay it on the tail, eh? <laughs> right, exactly. Gas, you can't hide if you're stealing. But if someone buys something confectionery, yeah, just pocket the money. Don't ring it through the till. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Guy, if the guy owns the place, I'm sure you can do all kinds of stuff. Nah, if he it. owns it, uh, yeah. This is awesome. Hess just fucks him over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the bank. Some, somehow there's already a fire started in the cab. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, it must have been that cigarette that yeah. Hess gave him. He was like Dog the Bounty Hunter and gave him a smoke. <laughs> this truck, though, it fucking goes. Fuck, that's man. quite the ride, man. Yeah. Fuck, that's a serious ghost ride it went on. <laughs> this movie's got some awesome lines. Fucking, it's about time to get that chick over. You drive, Frank. Broken Sober. hand or no broken hand, you can. Just... Ah, he's just been too pissed all movie to drive. He ain't fast enough anyway. <laughs> Martyr. Fucking Hess, man. He's always one step ahead of them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking pretty slick in this one. There you go. <laughs> the chick with the golden ass. Fuck, I want one of them tape recorders. I bet you do. To add to all your other retro junk hanging around. Hell yeah. Well, the guy that bought the VHS tonight thought my retro junk was pretty cool. Oh, I bet he did. He's into the, all this shit. Fuck. The fucker was like a spy. He was taking pictures and stuff, KGB style. He's probably, uh, he's probably casing your place. Casing Wait, shit. Yeah, waiting for you to go out, and he's, you're gonna come back, and everything's gonna be gone. You're gonna be some oh, bitch. Nah, man, my shit's like wired with trip bombs and stuff like that. Got like booby traps and shit. Oh, yeah. Razor blades, fucking Sh- shrapnel bombs, bombs all over. Do you got the old Charlie Pipe Bronson? Little board with razor blades and nails sticking up in front of all your windows, like in uh, what was it, Death, Death Wish Three? Uh, it's like this piece of siding I have stretched across the movie room with fucking nails through it. Yeah, you hit the, tri- you hit the trip wire, it slings back at you right in the toque. Yeah, so don't 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 fuck with the shit anyway. Got like a Rambo style uh, right. fucking tree trunk with all kinds of spears and stuff connected to it mm-hmm. to like impale you. And three midgets that fucking watch over it 24-7 in shifts. And then, like, at the end is, like, what? Like, your uh, your fucking Blood Beach uh, VHS, and when, like, you remove it, like, a big boulder comes rolling down, and you gotta, like, dodge out of the way last minute to get out. Get an Indianapolis Jones fucking to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Indianapolis.
Minneapolis Joe. <laughs> That's great. Fucking Frankie Nero's just like, yeah, smoke a lucky. Let's drink some more of this whiskey. My boy Hess is back. He's just happy not to have to drive again. It's like right on. He's like, Ricky, now I can drink and smoke. <laughs> Play cards, shoot dice in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He still wants to hustle Hess's coin. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of cabbage. How much was it? 100 G, 150 G, I can't remember. Something like that, yeah. It was quite a, it's even quite a nice amount even now. I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Has touched the sore spot there. Franco Nero is mad. Oh. Look at you with my blue eyes, stare into them. Hess's eyes are bugging out. Fuck, they're ready to rock and roll, eh? You can tell they don't really like each other, like a little bit of fucking tension. As the little Middle Eastern tune starts gearing up. Mm-hmm. That was more like... It's like someone's jamming hard on the sitar. That's what that is. It's like the sitar, I think. A sheetar? A sitar. You know what that is, right? Like yeah, the no, big... Oh, not like not like sheetar from Blood Diner, then. No. <laughs> Isn't that, was that the demon? Yeah, sheetar, yeah. Fine tits you have there, the brain's telling her or whatever. Right. If I only had a schlong. <laughs> yeah, if I only had a schlong, the fucking joy I would show you or something it says. That movie's awesome. Blood diner wackiness, yeah. Fucking great stuff. That's why I can't wait to see that secret life of Jeffrey Dahmer because Carl Cruz and that. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. No. That's, that's why I want to see his range because the other brother's dead. Yeah. He, he died in a car accident or something like that. I don't know how we got into fucking Blood Diner, fucking. You said sitar and I said sheetar, so. <laughs> it's like tomato, tomato. <laughs> it was a perfect opportunity for you to segue into that, so. Definitely just throw in my little Blood Diner plug, yeah. Hess is gonna fucking shoot him and leave him out in the desert. Yeah, my Blu-ray player really enhances this DVD. It looks amazing. I've noticed that with a lot of um. Well, I'm watching ba- DVD. I thought you had the Blu-ray for the movie. No, no, no. I'm I'm just watching the on the Blu-ray player, but it does well, same enha- same as me then. Yeah, yeah. it does enhance yeah, it the good. DVD, and um, I've yeah, noticed it upgrades it upgrades it, man. Guaranteed. Yeah, I've 10-8-3. noticed that um. With uh, a lot of Anchor Bay's titles, even some of their older ones that came out in the early 2000s. It, uh, the Blu-ray player does improve them and make them look really impressive. Like, really what quality is really there, you know? Well, yeah, well, if they don't have the, the technology in the first place, if it's just a shitty thing that won't really upgrade much, mm-hmm. but yeah, like Anchor Bay, stuff like Sever and Blue Underground, all those, they fucking... Their stuff looks pretty nice, fucking watched fucking on the upgrading players. Yeah, this is, this isn't gonna make no code red titles look better though. I'm sure though. But... Well, no, fuck. <laughs> code try, red, code try. red just gives us what we need, like stuff we can't get anywhere else. Right, just to suffice it. Fuck, we've got some pretty good stuff lately from Code Red, so I ain't fucking. Well, gonna I still haven't seen the nightmare. Fuck. Yeah, I've seen other people with it in their hands, so I yeah, know it's there. I know yeah. it's coming. I've, I'm I'm I've, just hoping that they didn't. It's like. It, so. 
Amazon, you know, like I said, they've got the pre-order still up, and they're saying the 26th, so I'm just hoping they didn't run out and have to, like, repress them, and then they're just going to give us, like, a one-disc or something. Like, I want that fucking two-disc, Jack. Is that what it is, a two-disc? They are all two-discs. There is no one-disc version. So, we're set. Awesome. Yeah, I heard it's, like, three different versions of the movie, so it must be all, uh, all the cuts. It is, yeah, it's jam-packed with extras. And they're Looks- all uh, remastered, too, so we can just throw our shitty bootlegs away, because oh, It looks got fucking them. fantastic, man. Yeah. And the interviews. The release of the Millennium, man. It's the release of the Millennium. Well, it's definitely probably next to Hobo with a Shotgun, probably the best release for exploited cinema. So. Better. You think it's better than Hobo with a Shotgun? Have you gotten your Hobo with a Shotgun Blu-ray? Yeah, I guess. You do? Uh, not the Blu-ray, no. I got the regular copy. Oh, you didn't buy? You just bought the DVD? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to break for that blue because I mean, look at the colors, man. They're gonna look so fucking vivid and just eye popping with that Blu-ray. I just know it. Yeah. Well, mine looked pretty good the way it was. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck another rumble going on. Ah, uh, here we go. Nice. Yes. Here we go. Down by the fire. His eyes look all burnt out like he's been fucking smoking hashies all day or something. Been hanging out with Bob Marley. Yeah. Eyes are redder than the double. Just take me now, Hess. Yeah, this is where she said, do what you will. Blow your load off my chest. And David, he's just like, all right, whatever you say. Yeah. He ain't going to complain. She's just laying there like she's dead. Like, Bundy, I'm waiting for Bundy to jump out of the woods and jump on her. This is, she played it on, like, the whole uh, women are supposed to just be submissive when they're raped. That way they don't get beat up. Just let the guy get his freak on and mm-hmm. he'll he'll go away kind of thing. Interesting fucking choice of fucking Hess is just fucking gonna move her around. Just like one big rubber fuck doll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I won't look at you. It's a pretty sleazy scene. Mm-hmm. He's just loving it. He's just looking at the stash over there. Hess is all weird here, like he likes that uh old Nero's watching him. Mm-hmm. It's weird. <laughs> She's just all rigid. It's like, let's spread it out. Uh-huh. Checking her flexibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Frank. At least close your eyes. You don't have to stare at it. <laughs> right? He doesn't even blink. Yeah, he's just like, I can't miss a moment. She got a little bit of grin on her face. She's mm. feeling it. She's trying to hold back. Like, she's loving it. She's feeling it. <laughs> her fire is burning hot. Oh, yeah. Hess is feeling it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just sliding near the beef bologna right now. Mm-hmm. He's like all drool. He didn't really get the drool on going on her cheek. He didn't have to, I guess. <laughs> She's probably thankful for that. Yeah. 
He's hessing her up. Mm-hmm. Hessified. Look at these guys' little grin on his face. Like, I can't believe she's let me really fuck her. This is awesome. This yeah, is what I got into like acting for. This is great, man. This is like what Mark Pittman was describing at mm-hmm. the orgy scene. Like, fucking, it. it was great, man. Like, fuck, do it in a second. Like, well, Mark's, Mark didn't exactly admit to ever doing anything. He's kind of like, yeah, I was business. <laughs> was yeah, well, he said other people were. He said it was just still great to be in the orgies. Right, so, exactly. Like the whole titties and ass all over the place. Fucking good times, man. Yeah, she's loving it. <laughs> yeah, fucking give him a big old hug, yeah. Yes, man. This is pretty pretty grimy, pretty greasy. I love it. <laughs> oh, I know you do. <laughs> this is right up your alley. <laughs> He's getting all weird. Oh, I can't handle this. He's wishing he had one free hand, eh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking Frankie Nero. Has to say, go make me a sandwich. Finish this. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, he's got the smokes going. You want a drink? <laughs> She's like, you never want to cuddle. Maybe you need one. <laughs> How about you? She could use a smoke too, probably though. Yeah, he's gonna get some head. <laughs> get a little titty feel in there. Wakaka. Little motorboat. Yeah, he wants to motorboat it, you know. He just totally macked her up, eh? Like, fucking, if they were anywhere close to a street corner, Hess could probably put her to work already. He's just got <laughs> exactly. her under his thumb. He's got a good grasp of her nipple there. Oh, yeah, she's feeling it, even, like, Frankie Nero's like, whatever, fuck. I'll kill the guy, but she's like, eh. Hess is fucking packing the beef bologna, I guess. Mm, exactly. Did all the right moves. Well, he punked him, fucking, he's just see fucking, like, he ain't much of a man, Frankie, right now. He's all fucking tied up, looking a bitch. Getting fucking told off by Hess. Hess is feeling his chick's tits. Like, fuck. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, fuck, he's feeling like he ain't got much of a pair right now. <laughs> all you can say is Hess is sick. Well, he's got tits in his hand. He's doing okay for himself. Ah. Ooh, you figured it out. Why does he even care? He's like, all right, well, you figured it out. Not a lot you can do. Guess he's going to try to get in Hess's head, fuck with him on it. And he does. That smacked around a little extra for it. Fucking great. <laughs> right, exactly. Spill the beans about how good it was. Yeah. Here, rock some more facts for these cats. I'm going to go grab a quick drink here. Well, shit, I don't know. I don't really have any more facts, but... Uh, I'll just talk along. I'll just I'll just join back in here in about 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, this is, uh, this is really an extra greasy scene here. I mean, it's just like all together with... Uh, Franco Nero having to watch his girlfriend or his wife here, you know, it's penetrated and and then and then she kind of is just going along with this whole thing, I guess. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I just 
the minute I seen this the first time, I mean, this really kind of hit home for me big time. And, like, I put myself right into Franco Nero's shoes here. But uh, Franco Nero, man, he this guy, you know, he, he really, you could tell he puts 110% into this role and in just about every role, I, I imagine. I mean, it's just... The guy is he's amazing. I don't know why he he didn't get more American pictures. Um, I just the guy's got great uh, stage presence, charisma. Um, he's not bad looking. He has like a kind of a rugged. Um, I don't know, just kind of a rugged '70s porn look with the stash. But I mean, it was it was of the time, you know, period. So it works, but. Uh, I don't know why Frank. Why do you why do you think Franco Nero gets so much shit, man? Well, fuck, I don't know. Guys are jealous, I guess. The mustache. You think that's what it comes down to? Because he was like, because it seems like he was getting so many fucking roles in the seventies. Got a lot of work, man. He got. Uh, I don't know. There's probably haters, guys that figured fucking they were better actors. I don't know. He's just got a look like, uh, like has to say in the interview, like fucking has is like, oh, he's just gorgeous, like fucking not to sound. Gay or nothing. Yeah, he he's has an interesting. Fucking, he's got rugged. an interesting look to him. Like yeah, fucking, rugged look, and I don't know. It's just interesting. You can fucking pull off different roles and stuff. I don't. Know. I think S has an interesting look too, though. Oh yeah. I know. Fucking. I don't know why he gets so much fucking shit. Yeah, because I mean, I've heard people shit on his movies. Franco Nero's terrible, and I can't <laughs> sit there. Terrible. I can't, you know, there's some great Franco Nero films. I've even heard people say they they like this film, but they can't stand it overall because Franco Nero's in it. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? I Maybe that's why fucking it. Enter the Ninja gets so much shit. Just Frank Nero haters, the nerds in the basement. But Django gets you know all kinds of praise and stuff, and that's fucking dubbed over he's not like this is actually franco nero speaking english it's dubbed over but he went over and did his dubbing you know hess always did his own dubbing which i always <laughs> liked there we go little naked justice i like that rape revenge style naked chick comes walking out with a gun fuck yeah to the fucking classic music Kind of a backwoods uh, banjo twang there. Mm -hmm. Deliverance feel a little bit. Little hillbilliness. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Let's fucking shoot him too and take the money and run. She's probably thinking that too, eh? It's like you cocksucker, yeah, you've hit well... you've hit me one too many times. Yeah, I mean, he did rape her at the beginning of the movie and stuff, so, I mean, her being raped by Hess was just, like, the same thing as fucking Franco Nero, because that's all he always does, does it, pretty much, is what I'm guessing. That's Yeah, it's his he just thing. does it sleazy. That's what she said before, like, with them people, she was she said something like, fucking, about they're making love, all we do is just fuck or something. Mm -hmm. like, saying, like, Frankie Nero shows no romance, he just bends her over and drives it home there I know kind of adds a lot to the story like fucking she doesn't really like him <laughs> no exactly and uh, when you know like what you were saying there she's like 
staring at him with the rifle, and it's like, eh, you might get shot. Mm-hmm. Now she's all traumatized. She Fucking looked like she was into it earlier. Vegetable, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was feeling it. Maybe Hess just fucked her brains out. She's still a daze. He has that effect, I'm sure. Yeah. He gave it to her so good, she knew she could never have it that good again, so she shot him, eh? <laughs> now she's wishing, fuck. Should have got it one more time. <laughs> See, I can't even remember what happens now. I know the movie still has a bit to go, but fuck it, I can't remember what happens. Um, I just remember kind of <laughs> car crash or something at the end. I can't remember if Hess is really dead or not. Like I said, it's been a while. <laughs> I want to think he does come back. Hmm. Yeah, now the big question, hey, what do you do now? Keep your lips shut, fucking ditch the bodies and fuck off with the cash or go tell the cops? I know what Frank wants to do. He wants to keep the coin. He wants to make sure it's still there. I think in this situation, you would have to uh, get rid of the bodies. I mean, everything that has gone on and just take the money because... That's what I'd do. You're probably, probably going to get some kind of manslaughter charge or something. Possibly. I don't know. Well, he hadn't done nothing yet. He could just send her up the fucking creek. Mm-hmm. She shot him. She and has raped her, so like she could probably get off on the battered wi- women syndrome or something. Right, right. But she, she'd have an easier chance of beating it than if Frankie Nero did it. He was fucking. He could say he was tied up still. Yeah. Well. F- Whoa, that fucking guy had. Woo. Oh, it was like, just a hot, a hot rod. Hot just rod, yeah. Motherfuckers just hot rodding it past here, just full fucking bore. Hot, hot rod just come ripping through your living room. Fuck. That was fucking awesome. Like a dragster just came right through my living room. It was fucking awesome. That was awesome. Fucking my whole fucking room smoking here, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, Jay Scott on Profondo Cinema. It's great. Like it kind of reminds me of a uh, Martin with all the trains I always hear going by when they're recording. Cool. <laughs> He's just right in downtown Braddock. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe uh, maybe throw in a little breaking point with uh, with old boy there playing with his trains down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> What's he debating? Fucking keeping the coin. Yeah, I think kinda. Huh? I would have give Hess another one just to make sure. Yeah, you would have wanted to put the bullet in his head just to finish it off. He's going to come popping up. Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> show two there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take the money and run. Was that $2 million, he said? Yeah, that's a lot more than what you were thinking. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's like quite a bit. I don't know if that was, I don't know if two mil could fit into that little suitcase, though. That's all hundies. It's all downtown browns. What can I understand? 
Yeah, shut up. We're taking this fucking money. You don't want it, he'll shoot you too. <laughs> Just fucking trying to fucking justify keeping the money, eh? Say no one will miss it. Fuck it. Insurance gonna pay for it anyway. Plus, you know, like we've been saying yeah. the entire time, he's a scumbag too. He's, yeah, he's like fucking. We need fucking retribution for the shit we went through. Like fuck, look at you got raped. I got beat up. Like fucking, we deserve this coin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bury it in the fucking woods and take it out a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A couple hundred grand a year. Don't be too flashy with it. Fuck. Exactly. Sit, sit in the weeds with it. You could do it Just easy. Live comfortable. Yeah. Don't have to live like a fucking. Don't have baller. to keep it in the bank and be heat score about it. Don't go to try to make a $2 million deposit or nothing. Yeah, just buy, bank. like, a nice size safe. Fucking dig a big hole in the ground. And you don't want to buy a nice safe that's not going to get weather damaged or whatever. And pop it in the safe. Fucking, it'll survive the elements. That shit's, you know, it's built built tight. So, that's the mm-hmm. way to do it. Guaranteed. Have hundreds forever. I knew I knew a drug dealer that used to do that with his drugs. Buried a safe out in the woods and shit when put shit in there. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Just follow him out there and steal his safe. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I bet you didn't take nobody out there though ever, but No, probably not. If you like fucking Magnum P item and fucking Stake them out or something, eh? Tail them out there. Right, exactly. Get, get far shot, enough out in the woods for shit like that. Though. Yeah, get far enough out in the woods, and he's gonna be like, "This guy's fucking following me. What the fuck?" <laughs> Open up on you with an Uzi. Exactly. And <laughs> dumbasses stuck in the mud. It's like everywhere else is dry except that one little spot. If they wouldn't have killed David Hess, he could have helped them push out. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put the fucking hustle in the muscle. It's like, I'm going to get us out of here if i got to blow the engine up. <laughs> you flooded it, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking Franco Nero freak out. I love that. Yeah, me too. This okay, one one dimension, one dimensional, right? That was fucking awesome. That was the Frankie freak. Yeah, because like probably the the director probably did this scene like fifty times, so by the time that came around, he really didn't want to freak out. Yeah, fuck, how can you say he's not a good actor? He fucking nails this, mm-hmm. this role, man. Yeah, and look at how, like, all fucked up his hair is, and he's, like, really fucking sweating hard there, you can see, and, like, you know, you can just tell that, like, he really threw himself into the role, like, hardcore. Like, he's not a prima donna, like, gotta have his hair combed every five mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> Grabs her by the cooch. Yeah, he's really kicking it up to the next level right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's fucking crazier than Hess was. For a moment, yes. Oh, what's going on now? 
Hess in a big truck again. <laughs> <laughs> Paranoia sets in now. Fuck, you try fucking with that much cash. Camper looks pretty good for how smashed up it got before, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like... It's like he got out his tool kit. Brand new, yeah. They must have had like five of them things. Yeah. Well, they probably had identical cars, too, as well, because the car looked like... I thought the car got smashed a bit, too, and it looks good. You know what? They probably they shot this... someone eyeballing them up there, eh? They probably shot this before they shot the smash-up scenes, because that was probably the end of the camper in the car. Probably. fucking creeps coming up. <laughs> it's fucking tight old vehicle that old man has. Nice Jeep. Old school. Oh, yeah. Looks like it's got some kind of... Looks like it's got some kind of boom thing there on the back yeah. or something cherry picker or something on there <laughs> Frank O'Neill looks like he just did like five lines of blow before he did this look at his eyes okay he's just loaded everything's all right uh, we don't have a dead body in here yeah, he's just tweaking yeah for real The old man's a little suspicious. It's like when the dead walk, senor. <laughs> we must stop the killing. Or lose the war. Good thing that old man came along, cause uh, Franco Nero's ass—he would end up having to leave the camper behind. Yeah, fucking punk. Mm -hmm. That old man's—he just had, yeah, he just had him like pull him out of everything. He's like, yeah, you might get stuck along the way again, so I'll just pull you on through all this mess. funny i fucked up again and hit the button fucking and it skipped back on me i was gonna say your dialogue i was like do you got a different like, cut than me because i'm hearing different dialogue on your what answer. time are you at on yours uh, mine just hit here. 129 um i'm on I 129 yeah 129 12 13 oh i'm a couple yeah. seconds behind you oh that's not so bad I, w I was about three or four seconds behind you earlier so there. i'm 129 or maybe 29. i was uh five seconds ahead of you but I don't know. It's weird. I I know different players play different because every time I try to you know sync like a fan commentary up, I have trouble. But well, it's they're just cool. pulling up and into the gas station now in mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm at one twenty nine thirty seven. Yeah, they're just like walking up. Yeah, her ass. A little shot of her stuff. ass. Yeah, uh, yeah I got it synced back up. 
It's ama- amazing. You all, we, you yeah, all there's a kernel again. Yep. Little, same cere- place. Little, cere- little cereal boxes. It's the same gas station from earlier. Oh, but now right. it's got a bunch of American looking kids. These are the tu- these are the tourists that came through. They found some American tourists and stuff to put in there. Some extras. Drinking some slits. <laughs> the slit is drinking the slits. Yeah, slits. Never had that. There you got that jam playing on the fucking jukebox. Yeah, it's like the it's like the uh, it's like the new hit, you know. Like theme song, it's like the fall break tune from Mutilator. <laughs> exactly, it does have that feel. This kind of has like the feel of the beginning of the Mutilator with all the kids and stuff. Yeah, these the kids. Bar. These kids are gonna rob them and rape her now. <laughs> He's just throwing cash around, fuck. Making it rain. <laughs> it's gonna draw some heat. <laughs> He's back to being his old asshole self, eh? He just needs his little uh, fucking pint of whiskey and he'll be all good. Yeah. Hess is gone. He's got the money. Fuck, he's laughing. Mm-hmm. Now he wants to drive. <laughs> they must have had no whiskey anymore. He's going to wait. He's going to buy Cristal instead. He's got $2 million now. So. Right, exactly. Needs to get rid of fucking Hess in the back, though. Oh, that's a Ford. Okay, I didn't know what the fuck that was. I, I didn't. Yeah, think see, I thought the car. Now the truck. Oh yeah, uh, there's the bottle. He, he had the bottle. No, the truck uh, Hess had earlier. That looked that. I don't know. That might have been American, but I don't know. Kind of European a little bit, but had that look to it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but you know, it might have been made by Ford or Chevy or something like that, and it might have been only limited to you know Europe. So I know they did that sometimes. Yeah, just imported, yeah. Right, exactly. I love yeah, those that, aviators. That not beat up at the back at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they probably only had one and they beat the fuck out of it for that one last scene. Well, it was the early scene, but Do you well, like it wasn't those a very big budget? Did you like those aviators Nero was rocking there? Those were fucking shit. Yeah, I was saying earlier in the in the movie fucking out I wanted a pair of those. They're, those are tight. Some classic 70s uh, era. These kids, they try to rob them, don't they, if I remember right? Like, they've seen them flashing those hundies. And don't they try to shake them down? Run them off the road is something up here, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, Hess, yeah Hess is definitely dead. I don't think he comes back. But I knew there was some crazy crash coming up. Yeah, I knew they. I knew someone else fucked with them. Mm-hmm. I, I knew they weren't out of the clear for getting fucked with. You know, it's kind of reminiscent of the ending of uh, Easy Rider, you know, too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Except, I can't remember fucking. Well, I got VHS, but that's awesome. They're just kicking the shit out of their car. Yeah. Give me some money. Get off the road. Give me a. Give me twenty. Yeah, they're like, give me twenty fucking punk ass kids with their hose on the back fuck 
Who do they think they are? I just run their punk asses off the road. Right, exactly. You run you them off the cliff me, and have them break their neck. <laughs> I'm dump you and your old lady all over right. the road. Just bump them and they're done. Look, right there, you could just swerve them. You, one would get the camper. And oh, the I know. Man, he's spitting on my window like that. I tapped his fucking tire. Oh, fuck. Those guys would be wiped out. Yeah, they'd be done for, man. They're getting close enough, you could just sucker one of them. Right, exactly. Fuck. Punch him off the bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pissed now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a point. Yeah. They, they wouldn't have picked up Hess. They had no money. Mm-hmm. He sees the irony in it all, eh? <laughs> he's pissed, too, though. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy, but they made it out with their lives. And she's starting to feel the situation a little more. Like fucking, hey, maybe we might just we might just pull this off. <laughs> They're gonna set a roadblock, these little punks, or what? Something like that. They're trying to run them off the road. <laughs> it's funny how their old ladies are just right into it. <laughs> exactly. Oil all over the road. Yeah, the old oil trick. Mm-hmm. Does that even work anymore? Like tires? Don't they? Don't they have tires now? Or aren't they designed to fucking? Yeah, I'm sure. Still, oil's fucking slick. Fucking no matter how good your tire is, you're gonna slide some. But yeah, these are seventy. These are seventies tires we're talking about. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Cause I mean, I've rode freeways and seen oil stain oil stains all over the road and i've never fucking went off the road or anything on them so yeah but i don't think some, you can do that just a case of babble no not fresh oil yeah you're, you're right not fresh oil it wouldn't be fresh it would be like black but i don't know man it is around <laughs> a bend that's awesome you're right it's around a bend it, it this could have very well happened oh yeah fuck they lost control Woo-wee. A dummy and ooh, that dummy yeah, d- just dummy ate the fucking. Stunt, yeah, that's stunt man. That stunt man looks like fucking. Oh man, I'm I'm surprised he even walked away from that one. That one was scary. That was fucking a good one. dummy ate the dash. Up. Yeah, I was gonna say the dummy ate the fucking dash big time. These kids are just pumped. It's like yeah, we just fucking pretty much killed two people. They don't know he has lots of money. They just know he has a few hundred. They were less dead just to be cunts. Just for fun. Yeah, fucking little punks. Mm-hmm. Where's your gun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, a couple hundred bucks, eh? Yeah, just to kill a couple of people. Wild. Little do they know, fucking the mother loads is sitting in the back seat. Yep. <laughs> Don't talk too loud, Frank. Right. He ain't worried about how his old lady's doing or nothing, eh? She's no. conscious. All right, no, didn't even check on her. She's laying there dying. Right. But, you know, with $2 million, you can always get a new old lady. A couple well, yeah, they weren't exactly getting along too good. Yeah. She still tastes she still tastes like Hess, so. 
Yeah, it's just better this way. Yeah, fucking. It's this way you can cut and run. <laughs> right? Cut and run. <laughs> just to throw another Italian film mm-hmm. in there, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good title for this one. For the, It would have been a little bit of foreshadowing for the end. But... Mm-hmm. Cut and run. At least this way he doesn't have to share. He got two million instead of one. How about how about since you know it's a rape and revenge flick, rape and run? <laughs> Saying he can get his freak on while she's eh. laying there. I mean, she's still alive, so technically it's not necrophilia. Be so. like that crash movie where they fucking get in accidents and they're all fucked up and they're banging. And- See, what he should have done is just like took Hess's pants off and like made them made it look like they were fucking, and that's how the accident was caused. He's going to put Hess in the fucking driver's seat. It's like right. he died in an accident with a gunshot wound to the shoulder. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I don't know. Fuck. It looks like he's been dead for about a day, and she just died recently, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't take fucking Inspector Clouseau to f- fucking figure this out. Well, he needs to break off some glass and make it look like it jutted into David Hess so they don't even find the bullet. Look at Hess playing, like, the stiff rigor mortis off really good there. That was great. <laughs> Fucking eight, eight degrees of David Hess. Yeah. Leaving her fucking dying. Sleazeball. Who's the real sleazeball, eh? <laughs> right, exactly. Fucking piece of shit, Frank Nero. <laughs> it's a pretty good scene. It's just yeah, it's like fuck. We couldn't have went any better, fucking. So figured out a way to get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. Now all he needs to do is throw a match to it. Right, torch the ride. Mm-hmm. Which I think he does. Oh, he'd, be, he'd be smart too. I thought he burned him up. I can't remember though. He'd be smart too. That way they couldn't maybe tell if Hess was shot. That's what I'd do if I was in the situation. I wouldn't leave my girlfriend like that, though. I'm not that sleazy. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, he's got a big old fucking <laughs> smile on his oh, face. Like, see he's, he's gone over the edge. He's fucking crazy now. He's fucking whacked. Oh, yeah, there we go. Gasoline. Pink gasoline. <laughs> that cops will never find that jerry can just sitting there. <laughs> right. Pretty much gotten away with it now. Just gotta burn the evidence. Yeah. Wonder if he's feeling like a sleaze ball for everything. No, he has no shame. Doesn't seem to at this point, no. <laughs> Poor David Hess. Poor David Hess. What? He's getting burned. He's dead, though. 
Right, exactly. You're gonna hear his old lady start to scream here right away. Just burning her alive. Now he's gotta feel somewhat remorse. He could fake his own death here and start mm -hmm. a whole new life. I wonder if that's his whole point. I think that's what he's trying here, like putting David Hess in there, like fucking just a man and a woman. They're about the same size and everything. What's to say that wasn't him? They're going to be burned beyond recognition anyway. Right, right. He's got $2 million and fucking no identity now. Suitcase full of cake. I laugh he grabbed the one that had the clothes in it instead. <laughs> that would have been a great twist ending. Fuck yeah. The rest burned away in too much of a haste. See, now he's Yeah, the but, like, but like, uh, it's like David Hess's bag. His hey? other... No, here, here's... I, 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 love, I love the transition at the end. Like, all of a sudden, Frank Nero, he's the fucking psychopath. Hitchhiker, yeah. Hitchhiking with the bag of loot at the no, end. No, check this out, though. It would be an even more interesting ending, I was thinking. Check this out. Franco Nero opens the bag up. It's it's David Hess's clothes. He had two identical bags, right? But this one has like a pistol in it. Mm -hmm. What does he do? He blows his brains out. Yeah. Another alternative ending would have been interesting. I can see that. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. That's uh, there's our hitchhike commentary. As the credits roll. Luciano Argento did props. Cario Basrelli, Angelo Vignelli, Tonio Pinto. Ticano Lo Ferro. On location. And all kinds of funny Italian well. names. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed it. I thought I had fun. It was fun getting to watch this movie again. Slam out a little commentary action. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I guess uh, that's it, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the commentary, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm glad, like, you know, this is getting covered because it doesn't get talked about enough. It's one of your favorites. Exactly. So, be easy, guys. We're out. Peace out, everyone.